is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking. Thank you so very much for joining us right here on Off The Script. This is your AEW Dynamite post show for May 4th, 2022. I am your host, J.D., from New York. And I'm joined by my very good friend, Jesse. Jesse, what the fuck is going on with the feedback back there, man? Holy shit. You hear feedback? I hear feedback, man. What's going on? Well, look at this guy, man. We, we had a great week last week. What's going on with the feedback, man? Uh, let me see. Hold on. Because I have no idea, bro. You shouldn't hear any feedback, man. You hear yourself? Why do you sound worse than last week? Do you hear yourself? I don't hear myself. I hear what static. Hear? I, hear, I hear like the room noise. I hear your mouse and everything, bro. I, I hear legitimately everything you're doing. Okay, so I'm, I'm turned up too far. How about now? I hear your phone buzzing. Well, the phone fucking make noise, man. How do you hear me? How do you? How do I sound now? I don't know. You sound like you're in a hallway. Why? What? What, what happened with your new microphone? Here we go. Here we go, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. What happened, bro? You, you got the you got the right mic input, bro. I've changed nothing, man. I don't listen, man. This this is not me, dude. We tested this shit out. I know. I don't want I don't know what your issue is, man. I don't know. I don't know what you're hearing or not hearing, or, or I'm too loud. No, you're not too loud. You just sound like you're in a hallway. I sound like I'm in a hallway. All right. Um, Make sure you got your right your right mic input, bro. Why would I change the fucking mic? I, output, I don't know, man. Jay? I don't know. I don't know, bro. Riddle me that. I have one mic. Maybe, maybe maybe it's coming through your camera. I don't know. Let me see. That could be that could be um, a setting in the Streamyard. Let me see. All right, you you take care of that. You don't sound terrible. I think we can we can manage the show with uh, with how you sound, but you sound worse than uh, last week. Ah, uh, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Here we go. Here we go. Wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. He got he got something going on here, folks. It was the settings and streaming. There you go, my God, bro. You sound a thousand times better, man. Look at you. There we go. Look at this it's guy. Not, I changed nothing. I changed nothing. Bro, man. you sound... You know. Listen, listen, bro. You sound like a fucking professional. I changed nothing. I don't know why the settings went back Look to at the this guy. idea. Oh, my God, man. I'm about to... I'm, I'm, I'm getting fucking cold sweats over here, man. Look at this guy. Sounds like a, He sounds better than I do. Look at this fucking guy, man. Listen, Jesse, I want you to watch your stream, man. I want you to watch your stream. Look at this, man. This is your demise right here. Look at that. 
Look at that. That's Jesse's demise, people. Look, I'm going to queue up that photo every time we have a problem on the show. You're going to see this fucking photo of this beautiful woman right here, man, eating a fucking taco. Look at that, man. Tacos 360. I, Look, there I, you I can't, go. I can't, I can't see it. What are you talking? Oh, yeah, you can't see. Oh, yeah, listen, you, you'll watch it back after. The, the chat sees it, man. They're going to be fucking LOL. Well, look, look, there uh, you go. Oh, I can't see it. Don't, don't worry about it. Chat sees it. We're going to cue this woman up every time Jesse has a fucking problem, man. There you go. There you go, man. Tacos316 says, I'm going to drive your ass into the fucking ground. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Bro, what's, go so what's, what's going on, man? How you doing? How you feeling? Good. I'm getting some. I'm getting some info for the stream, man. What, what's going on? What, what what type of info? All right, here we go. I got it. What happened? I got it from a credible source. There were there were there was there was chattings. There there were chats in the in the um in the chat about whether or not Julia Hart was actually signed full time, and I I got the scoop. Oh, who'd you? Wait, 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 wait. Who, who who'd you go? If if you didn't go through Big Shotty, bro, I don't want to hear this news. Hey man, hey man, I, I cannot release where I get my information from. So. Listen, bro, if you didn't go through my boy Big Shotty, I don't want to hear it. Hey, I can't tell you where I get my information from. All I right, well, why don't you divulge? Why don't you divulge this information? It's valid. Julia Hart is currently, at the moment, not signed full time with AEW, but I get um, word on good authority that it will be happening soon, though. So Tony Khan is going to sign Julia Hart to a AEW contract. That's what that's what I'm hearing, bro. That's what I'm hearing. That's what you're what hearing. What about what the black I'm, eye? What about the poison, bro? What about the black eye? Hey, man, I can't get into all of that with you, man. Why? Why, why not? Why not? Why not? I, you're I, not hey, disappointed. Man. You're not disappointed. She didn't fully turn to the dark side, man. On May fourth, Return of the hey. Sith, right? Hey, that, that's May the fourth be with you. That's our job, man. That's that's our job. We we got to sit here and speculate that, man. We don't know. We don't know. So you mean to tell me you didn't wish that Julia Hart blasted Griff Garrison with that steel chair? I was I was praying that she did. I was hoping for it, man. I, I thought it was I thought it was about to happen. I thought that was it. Well, you know, you know what it is. It's a glimpse into your future as well. Next time you meet them, future. It's a glimpse into my past. <laughs> you mean, a, you, a mean a it's, it's you mean a rerun? It's a, it's a beautiful past, bro. You mean a rerun? That's I mean that's what I'm thinking, man. Listen, we had a great show tonight. Dynamite was uh, a very good show. It flowed very nicely. We got some great wrestling tonight. We got an Owen Hart Cup that's absolutely looking fantastic. Might as well start at the top. Owen Hart Cup, Jesse. We got Jeff Hardy and Bobby Fish in a qualifying match. We're going to go over exactly what transpired in that match. We got a bracket of men for the left and right side of this men's tournament, we got the major announcement tonight, Jesse, with Jeff Hardy going one-on-one -on -one with Darby Allen in this tournament in the first round. The other big news coming out of this is that Samoa Joe will be going up against an unnamed opponent. We have a Joker card or a Joker entrance into the tournament. I'm assuming the same thing is going to be happening with the women. We have all of this happening with the Owen Hart Cup, Jesse. What do you think? about the tournament as far as what you see as far as the brackets are concerned and the Jeff Hardy Darby Allen match are we getting this match at the right time is this the right circumstance for the, the the match to be taking place in this tournament or would you rather have Tony Khan save it for later on down the line and something a little bit more important I think this is a great decision it's going to be a barn burner of a match and it's really going to set the table for the entire tournament and it's going to make the year one of the Owen Hart Cup very memorable I refuse to answer that question at this given moment, sir. What? Why? 
Oh my goodness. Look at this fuck. We we got to we got to play some music, man. Look at this fucking guy. We got a 500 dollar super chat from Osuki. Oh my goodness. This guy, man, I, I tell you, man, I'm going to have to hand over the entire fucking uh, paperwork, all the paperwork to the venue to Osuki, man. I can't, I can't do it, man. man, he's, he's, uh, man. He, he single-handedly runs the venue. I, I, I'm, I, just, I just show up. Osuki is living large, man. He, he got a, he got a Bosch coming out soon, man. He got a series about to come out, man. Osuki with a $500 bomb. He says, first episode of Off the Script I ever listened to, you spoke about your grandfather, how much he meant to you, how much you miss him. My dad just passed, and I needed to hear every word of what you were sharing that day because it was real honest beyond just wrestling. People ask why I drop bombs. That's why. Happy heavenly birthday to your grandpa, brother. Oh, my goodness, man. This guy's going to make me fucking cry on air. That's incredible. Holy man. shit. Oh, Sequoia, I love you, brother. Thank you so much. If you guys don't know, it is uh, my grandfather's birthday today. He would be 95 years old today on May 4th. And I, before we even get into the stream, uh, Jesse knows, uh, he's been with me for a long time, how important my grandfather was to me. He was uh, legitimately the glue that held our family together. And with all the problems right now within the family and everybody just being very distant with each other, he was the one that always brought everybody together with that one common denominator of, uh, of love. And nothing's really been the same since he's been gone, but... I think about him all the time, and today I think about him just a little bit more than I do on a, on a normal day, and I miss him every single day, and I hope he's looking down on what me and my brothers are doing, and he's very happy and very proud with, uh, with all three of us. So, Osuki, thank yep. you so much, brother. I, I love you, man. And again, I, I keep saying it, every time you, uh, you show this, this level of support, man, I'm, you know, when I get out to the West Coast, seriously, man, drinks and uh, the, the most delicious steak dinner that... Uh, yep. That we can get at, yeah, go and I'm speechless, man. I, I don't know what to say. He, he knows. Well, also, well, well fa- uh, family times, man. Family times where the things are struggling and things are not going right are the times you appreciate, you know, when when the the glue was around to keep things, you know, going. Yeah. And um, when you don't have, you know, that person to turn to anymore, you know, it, it's. It feels like because I'm going through something extremely similar with my mom. I mean, we, it's about me and my sisters trying to figure out who's going to pick up the ball and run with things like family reunions and holiday gatherings and things like that, man. And um, we just sit around and expect mom to do it, you know, and she's not here anymore. And it's kind of, you know, it's hard to deal with. So I get it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Also, thank you so much, brother. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Love you. Everybody in the chat loves you, man. Um, and uh, we will... Uh, We'll definitely uh, talk soon, man. I, I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much. Um, Jesse, uh, Darby, and, and Jeff Hardy, man. Uh, right situation, right time, or is Tony Khan wasting this match too quick? I think it's great. I think it's going to set the foundation for how important this tournament really is. Nope, it's perfectly fine, man. I mean, this tournament is is a fantastic catalyst to give us a reason to 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 need this match. You know, if if that makes any sense. I mean, because you get two baby faces, you know, who are extremely over. Um, to make the feud vibe well, if if it, if it were to be a long term feud, one would need to be healed, you know, or you're gonna start getting 
one of the baby faces started to do dickish shit. But in a tournament, they can just both be themselves. They can both be babyface, and it's not about any kind of feud, any kind of hatred. It's about who wants to win the tournament, and that's just and that's just it. Yeah. It's only about the tournament. So, not all tournament matches are gonna line up heel babyface. Sometimes you just get the dynamic that you get, you know. Except I can't see them actually doing two heels in a match. Nobody would be interested in that. But two babyfaces will work perfectly. Will work perfectly fine. So, um. I like where this tournament is going in terms of I can't sit down and say this person's going to win. I have no idea who's going to win this tournament, man. No, I mean, I mean, the matches that we got, I mean, look at the matches that we got in this tournament. We got Darby and Jeff Hardy that I I think Darby's going to end up winning that. Then we got on the same side. We got Adam Cole and Dax Harwood. And I think Adam Cole's going to win that match. So we're looking potentially at a, a semifinal of Darby versus Adam Cole. And that in itself is fucking amazing. I think those guys are going to tear it down. Adam Cole tears it down with anybody. Uh, you could put you could put a fucking Victoria's Secret mannequin in the ring, and Adam Cole's going to have a five-star match with it. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Keith Lee. And then Samoa Joe, Jesse, has a Joker card or a Joker entrance. And the rumor mill is already circulating on social media. I threw it out there, and, you know, a lot of people are saying that it may be Cesaro. Cesaro's been very quiet. Cesaro could come into AEW and wrestle Samoa Joe, not really be signed to a contract, but come in for uh, this tournament alone and give us a banger of a match with Samoa Joe. It could be anybody, really. It could be Cesaro. A couple of, no- couple of other notable names out there. It's Cesaro, Killer Cross. You know, Killer Cross and Samoa Joe have had that feud in NXT. We, we could see him make a one-off appearance. The one that I hope it is, I, I-, I said, Jesse, Jesse, what about this? What, what if it's Johnny Gargano? And we finally nah, see Johnny Gargano come into AEW, and, and he makes his debut via this tournament. No, no. I thought about Gargano for a second. Um, there's only two names that make the most sense. I mean, and it has to be Claudio or Miro. Um, Miro's another one. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a tremendous match if that actually happens, too. Yeah. The, the only thing I, I, I would say about Miro coming in be, is that you now put him in a spot where he really can't lose. Yeah. And Joe is already in a spot where he can't lose. I don't yeah. want to see Miro come back and lose. Uh, Claudio can come in. I could, I could, I could see if he hasn't already. Um, Claudio signing his uh, ROH deal. Yes, I mean he's he's a ROH uh, homegrown boy, isn't he? Yes, he is. I mean, so he he he's coming home, and I could see him coming in, burning the burning the house down with Joe, um, taking a loss, and it'll be fine. And I could see him. Um, uh, uh, bolstering that ROH roster easily. Yeah, I think that's the best move to make here. I, I think that's what end up uh, that that's what is going to happen and going to end up happening with Cesaro coming on in to uh, AEW. I think that makes perfect sense. Like you said, Joe can't yeah. lose because he's TV champion, and Cesaro, uh, if he loses, he pro- he. He, he won't be really signed until after the, the match is over, potentially with Joe. And then he, like you said, would probably end up going to Ring of Honor. So I, I do like yeah. that idea a lot. I was, you know, you know, the fan in me was already looking at this tournament. What if Johnny Gargano comes in and uh, you, uh, you said it perfectly, he's not going to end up beating Joe. And I'm already thinking fucking in the finals. What if we get Gargano and Adam Cole in the finals and they relive their NXT TakeOver Brooklyn uh, main event classic? Yeah. You know, I'd love to see yeah. it, but in this tournament, it's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, no, not not in this turn. Uh, if we get Gargano and um and Cole, uh, we need a feud, and because because they can they can feud for weeks. Yeah, you know they they can build, they can feud for weeks, and we can get on the pay per view. So yeah, uh, bring in Gargano. He can go in and he can go in and and, and feud with the entire um um undisputed elite. 
Yeah. You know, so it, it, it'll be fantastic when Gargano comes. No need to bring him in to lose a tournament. Um, same for Miro. When Miro comes in, I would have Miro come in and just smash the fucking winner of the tournament and then start a few with him that way. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. Now, the same, th- the same thing is probably going to end up happening with the women. We're probably going to get a joker for the women. We're going to get, uh, I believe, the final woman, uh, Yuka Sakazaki and uh, Riho are wrestling on Rampage, by the way, which is at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on Friday because of the NBA playoffs. We're going to get that one final match, and I do believe we're going to get a joker for the ladies as well. Uh, I know a lot of people already in the chat. I saw saw you guys already in the chat talking about it, and she's made a big, big splash via Chris Van Vliet in a very damning interview that really exposed WWE for being a bunch of fucking pricks. Ember Moon, Jesse, Athena could be the joker in this tournament. Nobody else but. Nobody no. else but I mean wait, it's not it's not it's not Blanchard. Who? Right. Yeah. Yeah, the the the, the one who keeps uh the, you know at, at this rate she'll be she'll be wrestling in uh fucking uh uh dive bars in front of five people if she keeps this shit up. Tessa's in the news, guys, and if you don't know, I'll leave it for JD's well, I'm sure well, coming uh Yeah, I mean but but, but really, Jess, is Tessa is Tessa really in the news? Was anybody gonna really be interested in women of wrestling? Give me a break. Oh no, she's she's in the news. I mean, I haven't seen her in the news since they announced her signing with you know wow. And the next bit of news that comes out about her is not favorative for her, but you know, it, hey man. She's getting better though, right? Listen, she's a fantastic professional wrestler, but I don't want to see her in this tournament. I'm going to Athena all the way. Yeah, easily. Especially after what she said to, uh, this week on Chris Van Vliet's podcast. Um, but the women's tournament's probably going to end up being the same thing, and that's shaping up to be uh, a great tournament as well. And uh, I'm very excited for this thing to kick off next week in Long Island, New York. The other big thing that happened tonight, Jesse, is W. Morrissey. We have the former big cast, William Morrissey, making his AEW debut. Not a part of the roster. I saw some people already claiming that. Uh, Tony Khan buried Impact Talent with him and Deanna losing in the same night. They're not contracted to AEW, and they're doing their jobs. He's not an active part of the roster. So you guys can end that narrative right away. People Jesse, complaining that, that he's buried, they said? Yeah, he lost. Oh, how can so, an Impact Talent come on in and him already lose? Uh, I mean, have you watched somebody, AEW at all? Nobody... I, I can't remember the last time I even really thought about Impact Wrestling, but when when Morrissey came out, when, <laughs> who watches when, Impact Wrestling? Uh, fucking break, when man. when Morrissey came out, I, I think one of like the first thing out of Jr's mouth was Impact Wrestling. So, yeah. dude, right away Impact won because on national television, Jim Ross is talking about Impact Wrestling. Yes. That's not supposed to happen on Wednesday nights, bro. We talk about AEW, not Impact. No, but I thought I thought Mickey James made such a big difference, bro, by being in the Royal oh. Rumble. Remember that? Well, 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 that is true. I mean, that is true. I forgot about that part. I mean, so we know the Impact is number two in the nation, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever, man. No, number number two in, in pro wrestling in the United States. Yeah, sure. It no. works. No. Okay. Uh, what is what are you talking about? They're yeah, barely number four, bro. Right. He got fucking Joey Janela's promotion more popular than them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly that. That's the sound that I correlate with Impact Wrestling. Uh, w. Morrissey, bro, he looked uh, he looked incredible tonight. I even said it on social media. Uh, if Vince McMahon took one look at him right now, he'd be signed to WWE. There's no way that Vince is overlooking him again. He looks so good, yeah. man. He looks so healthy. So healthy. I'm, I'm so, so 
happy for him. He got his drink under control and everything else. Good for him, man. Yeah, he looks. Sh- shout out to Morrissey and Buff, man, and Buff Bagwell. I've been supporting Buff on Twitter, man, because he fucking deserves it. They got to turn this fucking life around, man. Yeah, yeah, good for them. I mean, listen, man, uh, Morrissey. You know the the downs that that man went through and the scary situation that he put himself through, and his time in WWE. We didn't know what was going to come out of that situation, but he he righted his ship. He he got better. He looks great. He made it to Impact. He's making a big difference over there. He showed up on on AW Dynamite as a hired hand of MJF. Uh, he looks like a seven foot tall Edge, which I can't complain about. Right? He's yeah. got he's got a, a great look to him. He moves great in the ring. Uh, if WWE gave him another look, I think he'd be a massive superstar. But tonight he was in the ring with Wardlow. And I know a lot of people were chanting, we want Enzo. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, during the match, you know, li- listen, can, can we cut back on the Enzo Amore hate, man? He's also gotten himself right. He also looks Thank fantastic. You. He does. And wh- why, are, why are we hating on Enzo Amore? I don't, I don't understand it. The guy, the guy was know. put in a situation that he was falsely accused of. He, he won it. He's... He's not guilty, right? No, so his no. wh- wh- why is there Enzo? I don't get it. No, I would have I would have loved to have seen a pop up by Enzo in this very same spot. I would have loved to have seen Enzo run out and try to help Morrissey get the win, and you know to to no avail, of course. But it would have been good to see Enzo for a second. I, I mean, for those, I mean, I, maybe some of the hate is coming from you know people who get tired of his shtick, which is fine. I can see how it got annoying. But we have not seen them together in so long. It would have been a fantastic sight to see them together in the ring for for one night. So we got we 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 got a we got a cup of haters in uh, in Baltimore, bro. Right, right, pretty much, man. And what the fuck's wrong with you guys in Baltimore, man? Listen, cup of haters over there. Hey, no. we, we 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 love we love Enzo and Castor. Bring them here. Bring them here. Yes, we'll give them a yes, the fucking cheer. TK, deserve. come on, man. Bring 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 them here. Let me hear those haters, man. Let me let me hear those haters. Fucking. Uh, Talk and talk shit when Enzo shows up on Dynamite. Uh, I thought yeah. he looked great. The the whole storyline is great. Uh, MJF, uh, you know the biggest prick in all of wrestling. He's not going to sign a contract with uh, with Wardlow and give the fans what they want in Baltimore. He's going to do it in the most magical city in all of the land, bro. Long Island, New York, <laughs> the heel town. It's fucking, this guy, <laughs> the, fucking the heel fucking city, Christ. dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too far away from the UBS Arena, man. Maybe I'll show up. Uh, I think it's going to be great. We got a contract signing, and I love the fact that the match is not announced yet for Double or Nothing, which we all know it's going to be. But the contract's going to be signed, and then it's going to be official. I like that they're following these steps very, very uh, closely, and they're doing everything right as far as MJF and Wardlow is concerned. The other big thing that happened tonight, Jesse, is Adam Hangman Page. Were you surprised to see him tonight cut what looked to be a very heelish promo? Or, or do you not even think it's a heelish promo and you just think he's a fucking champion that's proud to be champion and he doesn't want anybody shitting in his yard? I don't think it was a heel promo at all. If, if I knew if, you were going to say that, by the way. That's, well, why I, well, that's, why I, that's why I added that well, little thing at the end there. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I see the, you know, the, 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 the tweak in there. But if, if, if Stone Cold would have come out and cut that very same promo, nobody would have called him heel. I mean, he'd still be who he was. But this is a little bit uh, darker for Hangman, so I would definitely call it a tweener promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like I like this. Remember when you and I complained about uh, the little, uh, I-, I guess, intimidation that Lance Archer put on on Adam Page right before yes. that Texas Death Match, and he was like, "Oh, I-, I don't know about this and all this other shit." He didn't really right. come off as a champion. I- I'm-, I'm thinking back to what we talked about then, and now 
we see Adam Page tonight, that's exactly how you should be carrying yourself as champion. I thought he looked yes. fucking great tonight. Yes. I mean, you are the you are the fucking top guy, dude. I mean, you don't you ain't scared of shit. Um, I mean, if someone gets in your face, I mean, if you say something that piss off a few people, so be it. I mean, but you're not here to fucking take shit. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, when I when I go out there, I'm going to say what I got to say. I'm not going to say anything heel like, like, I don't care about this city. No, that's the, he didn't say nothing about that. You know, just, hey, I'm going to do what I got to do, and I don't give a fuck who is in my way. Period. Yeah. Period. I, I, I thought- yeah, he he sounded great. Uh, he's uh, he carried himself like a champion. Uh, he's not afraid of Punk. The whole uh, the whole thing about Punk, he's the talk of the town. He's the guy that comes in after seven years. He's not getting a championship match. This is my fucking show. This is my title. He's not going to let anybody, including a top dog like CM Punk, come in and uh, and ruffle his feathers. This is exactly what we need. And yes. uh, listen, I, I, it sounded like a heel promo to me. I know it wasn't a heel promo. I, I'm glad that they took these steps. But when we get to Vegas, Jesse, it's going to be all in the crowd's hands. They're going to do what the fuck they want to do, which is the yes. beauty of professional wrestling. You're going to boo Paige because you don't want Paige to, to win, the, win the match and retain the title. And, and you're going to cheer Punk. I, I know why the people in that arena are going to do what they do on, uh, on Double or Nothing Sunday. And it's going to be great. It's going to be a great treat for wrestling fans. It is. It is. I mean, and I I like this hangman. I'm hoping this is not any kind of a a shift in his in his character or gimmick. I just want to see him act just like this. Like I'm the fucking champ, and until somebody beats me, I'm better than everybody here. Yeah. I mean, period. I don't care. I don't care if you're punk, Omega. I don't care who you are, dude. I mean, I'm not gonna come out here and kiss your ass. I yeah. mean, you, you want what I have, and you ain't getting it. I, I like this bro. This is the best promo I've heard from him in quite some time. We'll talk about all this and so much more, guys, tonight on the AEW Dynamite post-show on Off the Script. Let me get into my usual spiel. Thank you guys so very much for joining us on your Wednesday nights, wherever you may be. Follow us on social media at JD from NY206. That's Twitter and Instagram. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. You see Jesse's at right there, at ChitownSmark on Twitter. You guys can also follow him on YouTube at the same name, Shy Town Smart Jesse. What's going on with Dark Man? Any uh, any standouts this week on Monday or Tuesday? Actually, we do have a standout this week. Oh my God! Listen, this guy's got fucking notes over here. Look at him, man. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, bro. Are we talking about Shake Shack, bro? We're not talking about Big Macs. We're not talking about Whoppers, bro. We're talking about know. In and Out, bro. In and Out Burger. I, By the way, they're overrated. I never had one. Yeah, it's overrated. We don't have them here in Chicago. Um, I don't know who this cheeseburger guy is, but put the fucking put give him all the titles, bro. So so, wait, so wait a minute. His, his name I know who Cheeseburger is. I'm just fucking around with you guys. Uh, so Jesse, when Cheeseburger shows up on TV, are you rating him in a cheeseburger format instead of a taco format? Let me explain something to you and everyone listening right now. The taco rating system does not change for anyone. Bro, you can't mix tacos and cheeseburgers, man. Come I on. I don't want to hear. No, no. He does not come and change my goddamn taco scale, bro. He will get his tacos, and that's just going to be it. He got fucking five tacos. I mean, and the guy was fucking good. The guy. All right, real talk. I'm going to be serious. The guy was mediocre to above i mean he was he was he was good he was really good but he connected with the crowd and he was over as fuck though i mean the people want more fucking cheeseburgers they the want people want more, more cheeseburgers more cheeseburgers bro 
they want more cheese. This guy's over, man. He 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 he's there. Listen, man, I want more tacos. Tacos three sixteen says I just kicked your ass. Okay. Oh god, dude. Fucking guy, man. Uh, listen. Also, Jesse just got monetized on his YouTube channel. Is that correct? That is correct, man. Join me on my channel at Shy Town Smart on YouTube. And yeah, man, I'm about to. Oh, also, uh, join me this Friday because I will be covering Rampage at about right after the show. So about five thirty uh, Central. Is that Central? Yeah, about five thirty Central. Come on and join me. I will be covering the show. A uh, review it will not be a watch along. It will be a review. And join me and be the first to donate a Super Chat, man. Super Chat's alive. Jesse's got Super Chats now, so congratulations to him. Also, guys, uh, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for all notifications. We got 1,700 in the venue. I only see 545 likes. I need 1,000 minimum on tonight's OTSAW Dynamite Post Show. Also, hit that join button. Become a VIP right here on Off The Script. Sit VIP right back there in the VIP section. Become a channel member. Hit that join button. You guys get those emotes and those badges that you can use in the chats, every stream, and in every comment section across the channel. Also, go get your t-shirts. Bonfire.com, the exclusive home of Off The Scripts. And tonight's show is sponsored by Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash Off The Script. Make sure you guys go get your free audio book and 30 days free of their service. Sign up using our link, Off The Scripts. That is audibletrial.com slash off the script. Jesse, we're going to start at the top with the open of Dynamite. We had Jeff Hardy and Bobby Fish open Dynamite with a qualifying match for the Owen Hart Cup. And Jeff Hardy's first singles match in AEW went off without a problem. And it was a very fun match with Bobby Fish, Jeff Hardy, and Matt Hardy. Out there together, Bobby Fish with Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Colbay-Bay was on commentary. Fish took Hardy down early with a dragon screw working on his knee, which is always a good move by Bobby Fish's standards because he knows exactly what Jeff Hardy is capable of. Hardy avoided a slingshot sent on, but Fish hit another dragon screw on the floor. This time, that one sent Jeff Hardy into the barricade. Darby Allen and Sting were shown looking on from the rafters right before commercial break. A jawbreaker from Hardy. That bought him some time with Bobby Fish as he was trying to regain some momentum in this match. He was taken down by some stiff kicks by Fish. Hardy came back with some strikes and a leg sweep. He went for cover, got a two count. He then climbed the top turnbuckle. Fish knocked him down. Jeff Hardy took a little bit too much time on climbing the top rope during this sequence. So Fish knocked him down and then he climbed up and hit his avalanche Falcons arrow, which always looks impressive. He went for cover, got a two-count. Hardy kicked out, uh, and Hardy, he was then put into a knee bar right away, and he made it to the ropes and broke that submission hold. Hardy then, again, starting to fight back. He hit the whisper in the wind. He then climbed the ropes, and all it took, Jesse, was a big swanton bomb for the win, and that is it. Jeff Hardy advances in the tournament. By the way, if you guys have noticed that Jeff Hardy is doing a little bit of a different variation of the Swanton Bomb. I believe Matt Hardy uh, talked about this not too long ago. Instead of Jeff barely hitting the move and taking the brunt of the impact on the mat, Jesse, he's throwing all of his body weight on top of his opponent, and I honestly think it looks a lot more devastating the way he does it right now. 
There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I noticed the change, but I thought I, I just figured he was just changing it up because it was less impact on his body and it's a little bit safer for him. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Well, no, I thought I, I thought you just said that he changed up because it's supposed to give more impact. No, no, no. I, I said he, I said he changed it up because the old way he used to do it, he used to take the brunt of the impact, and now he does it. It's more impactful on his opponent because he's throwing okay. all of his body weight on his opponent. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's the reason I assumed he changed yeah. it up, and that's just usually the reason you see um a, a lot of the the veterans start to change things up. You've been doing them for so long, and it starts taking its toll. So you got to try to find the ways to preserve your body. Yeah, and um. And and if that's what it's doing, I'm all for it. You know, good. Yeah, you know, yeah I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad he changed it as well. Uh, Jesse, after the match was over, the young Bucks walked out. Obviously, they are a part of the undisputed elites with the former undisputed era members. Uh, am I allowed to say that? Still, I'm going to say it anyway. It's my fucking show. Uh, the young Bucks walked out and they walked into the ring, Jesse, and they approached the Hardys. And we've seen these two teams go at it. Obviously, with the Hardys now together in AEW, this is something that a lot of people were already be beginning to talk about with the Hardys and the Young Bucks. Uh, they didn't really do much of anything, but the tease there by TK and putting the Young Bucks and the Hardys out there, this was done on purpose, Jesse. There's a reason for Tony Khan doing something like this. We will eventually get this match at some point this year. When it happens, I don't know. But we're gonna get it, and it's gonna be the Hardys and the Bucks at some point this year. Yep, um, it should be good. They've already they've been building they've been building towards it for um, a little bit a little bit now on BTE. Um, actually, ever since Jeff came in, they've already been building towards it. So yeah. um, this is it's, this is gonna this is gonna be big. It's gonna be pretty big. Um, you can tell that they're putting a lot into it. So it, it, it should be it sh it should be something that they're gonna try to um, you know. Um, um, make it monumental because it's probably going to be the last time that it happens. So they're not going to, you know, just bullshit around with it. So I can't wait to see what they come up with for a match. Like well, uh, you know, assuming Jeff is in the tournament now with, with Darby Allen, he's not, I, I mean, he's not, I don't think he's going to win the tournament, Jeff Hardy. I, I think Darby gets past him in the first round next, next week. But what, what do you have? What do you have the young bucks doing at, at double or nothing? I mean, is it too soon to be doing the Hardys versus the young bucks at double or nothing? Otherwise, what else is there? for them to do what's on their plate right now um there's nothing else on the horizon for them right now except the stuff with um the uh the uh the elite and the bullet club at forbidden door and everything else yeah so you think so they'll they, be, you think there's a possibility they miss double or nothing i i i don't 
believe that they'll miss it, but it won't take the Bucks much to get in, interjected into a, um into a feud on the show. So I'm not I'm not too worried about what the Bucks gonna be doing. They'll, I'm sure they'll be there. Well, we'll figure that out. But uh, I hope to uh, everybody's sake, or I hope for everybody's sake that we don't get that match uh, too soon because we're already looking at May fourth right now. Double or nothing is about four weeks away. I think that's too soon to build something up between those two teams. I think it needs to be. Uh, marinated a little bit more. You don't want to put that uh, in the refrigerator and only marinate it for about 30 minutes. should be right. sitting there for about six hours, at least. Right, right, right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with the Young Bucks going into double or nothing. Uh, we got, Jesse, I'm not sure if you've seen this, but on, I believe it was YouTube or, or, or one, one of those YouTube uh, Road 2 shows maybe, or maybe it was just something that they posted to Twitter. I don't know the origin of this of this clip. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, first, before anywhere else, there was a William Regal and Black uh, Blackpool Combat Club vignette oh, that God, we yes. saw on Twitter. It was about three minutes long, four minutes long, somewhere in that vicinity. And I watched this this morning, actually, while I was having my cup of coffee. And I said to myself, I actually said this yesterday. I said this on the extra that I did when I talked about the Roderick Strong situation with him asking for his release from WWE. There's supposedly this new TBS reality show coming for AEW. And I said on yesterday's Extra, if you guys missed it, go check it out. It's all on the homepage. If they're going to do a reality TV series, it needs to be modeled after what we saw with this William Regal Blackpool Combat Club vignette. Uh, And I said it then, and I said it months ago, and I say it every time that this certain situation comes up. We see this shit online, Jesse. We see this shit integrated into the YouTube shows. It needs to be a regular, in some way, shape, or form, a cut-down version of it needs to be integrated into the show, and that's exactly what we got with this William Regal vignette. I was very happy that I saw this because it was a tremendous fucking vignette. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, Regal, I mean, in that vignette, he just showed how much of a value he can be on screen, Mm -hmm. and that was, that was, I was blown away. I was, I I saw that, and I couldn't, I I mean, when they played it tonight, I'm like, they're not going to show this entire thing, are they? And, and they they did cut it up. So if you have not seen the full video, they did they post AEW posted on their Twitter account. If you have not seen the full video, you got to go see it. It is, it is just it it makes you just stop and listen, you know, and just feel everything that he's talking about and everything else. And you look at it, and it's just so fucking believable. You know, you watch Mox and and Brian just sitting there watching Regal fucking stretch fucking wheeler yuda like he's fucking Stu hart dude i thought they were in the fucking dungeon man that it was it was so good it was so good yeah this was excellent um i loved every bit of this shout out to aw's production team whoever's in charge of this shit it looked fantastic i think they have a step above wwe as far as the way they film vignettes i i love the feel and the vibe and the color of it this was fantastic i want to see more of this on on aw television whether it's on dynamite on Wednesday or Rampage on Friday, uh, a cut-down version of what we see, especially when it uh, goes into detail about who the combat club is and why they're so, uh, you know, important to AEW television, why William Regal and what William Regal does to bring out the best of them. This was this was perfect. And if there, if there is going to be a reality TV show on TBS with AEW, this needs to be the vibe of the entire show. I love that type of cinematic feel that AEW gives these vignettes. So um, we had William Regal talk about you know, scars of a wrestlers, uh, scars of the wrestlers, their windows 
to their souls. He said, if you gave 100 people a knife and asked them to inflict punishment on someone they hate more than anyone else, 99% would stab that person. Is that true, Jesse? Probably. Probably. I thought I thought Regal was going to say that they would put the knife down and just beat the shit out of you. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was going to say that. But as far as what he said, you know, 100 people you give a knife to uh, and ask them to inflict punishment on somebody that they hate, I probably would say, yeah, I'd, I'd inflict punishment with a knife on somebody that I truly hated, for sure. Yeah, fuck yeah, I, I hate you, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> so William Regal said they wouldn't. Instead, they'd slice their cheek. He said in six months, you forget about the stabbing, but if you get cut on the face, you'll see the scar every time you look in the mirror. Ooh. So good. Look at that, man. Listen, we, we got we to gotta advocate for William Regal to do voiceovers for uh, all cinematic movies. I mean, can, you imagine, can you imagine him doing something for uh, some real fucking epic dragon-like fucking movie, man? Just have him I narrate just, over the whole fucking thing. The little hobbitses, you know? I can see he's been watching too much Becky Lynch, man. Now, um, nobody wants to do that. My <laughs> God. Please. I can, I can see him doing the narration over like the intros to pay-per-view packages like like freddie vlassie used to do yep those like we, we don't get those anymore you know they're, they're just that cinematic you know that it gets you in that mood for that pay-per-view man and I, his voice would be really good for that yeah i think he's got a great voice he was on commentary tonight he calls uh excalibur the man with the mask Never calls him by his name <laughs> and uh we got a six-man tag team match a trios match with John Moxley, Brian Dennison, and Wheeler Yuta against The Butcher, The Blade, and Angelico. Jack Evans is no longer with AEW. He was not brought back, so Angelico is without his tag team partner. We got uh, the Andrade family office, minus Andrade. I guess he sent the, the boys out there. He doesn't give a shit. So uh, l- let's get Andrade out of the family office and just get rid of the family office altogether. Please, TK. What are you doing with Andrade, bro? Andrade... Find better direction. Why isn't Andrade in the uh, fucking tournament? That's what I want. Butcher and Butcher and Blade, independent tag team with Bunny as a manager. Yes. Yeah, simple. As a manager. Private party. Independent tag team. Let them go do their thing, man. This this is family office stuff. No, it's not working, man. Let's 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 pretend like it's retribution. Let's just get let's just get rid of it, man. Why Andrade is not in the Owen Hart Cup tournament? I I have no fucking idea, man. Really, can you imagine the matches he'd have in there? Holy shit! Anyway, uh, we got this match. This was basically a a showcase match again to give the Combat Club another trios victory. Uh, Moxley was incredibly over. Willie Uta was incredibly over. I don't want to make it seem like Brian is not over, Jesse, but the way Moxley comes out and gets a reaction, and Willie Uta is getting major reactions when it comes out, you know, it's it's great to see, but I don't want people thinking that Brian's an afterthought in this group. You know, he can be an he can be an afterthought if he yeah. if he's an afterthought he's and, and Wheeler's getting put over, then that's exactly what Brian wants. Yeah, that's yeah. all he wants. Forgive me. It's all it's, it's about Uta. Moxley is about gimmick and 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 his attitude. You know, Wheeler is 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 getting over from the mojo that he's getting from the BCC. Brian is a fucking wrestler. He'll get over in the fucking ring. Yeah, you might be tired of Brian. Put him in a twenty minute match. You'll be chatting yes for the next thirty minutes. You know, Brian is Brian. We got Yuta in there. Offensive flurry on Blade. He was overwhelmed by the Andrade family office. You'd have dumped Butcher on the back of his head and then reached Moxley for a hot tag. 
Moxley tossed Blade all around the ringside area, over the timekeeper's table, into the ring steps. Back in the ring, Moxley hit a cutter and started to bite at the butcher's face before taking out Angelico with a clothesline. Danielson tagged back in, landed a missile dropkick before kicking Angelico's head in, locking on a triangle, and we got all three guys just uh, doing what they do best. They all executed their signature moves at the same time, which pops the crowd big time, and the Blackpool Combat Club get another victory. I say it every fucking week, Jesse. There's a reason why they are being treated like this and getting wins. You may look at this and say it's a nothing match. Why is this on TV? These guys are jobbers. Tony Khan is doing this for a reason because when those trios championships come, they will be going after those titles and there, there will be a tournament and they will be in the final. That's yes. what this means. Yes. Um, the, the Blackpool Combat Club are a, um, just a group of badasses that will beat you down. But if they don't do that to enough trios teams, then it's not proven. We just can't go with name value alone. So we're going to have to watch them beat the crap out of people for a few weeks. And I'm, I'm enjoying every minute of it. Me too. I had no problem with it at all. Uh, now we just need the same thing to be done. Not on the same level of, uh, of uh, push that the combat club is getting. I want to see this type of attention being shown to the House of Black. That's what yeah. I want to see. They should yeah, be doing House- the same thing. Tony Khan should be putting the House of Black in these, these squash matches. Seven, eight minutes. Get them over there. Get Matthews in the ring. It's been a long time. I'm... Very curious to see what Matthews and Brody King and Black can do as a trio. It needs to be done almost in the same way, bro. Yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see House of Black do something a little bit different. I want to see Buddy Matthews and Brody King in a tag team, and I want to see Malachi. You know, you know, almost. I don't want the exact same dynamic, so. Please don't think that's what I'm saying, but I kind of want to see the, the, the dynamic of like Roman and the Usos with with the tag team wanting to make, you know, Black um, happy and, and please him. So the, the House of Black is pleased and Malachi can do singles things and get singles wins. And then you can always bring these guys together to form the trios um, and not have them be labeled as a trios team. I want to see what I want to see is Buddy Matthews and Brody King established as a legit tag team. I like that. I mean, Mal- everybody says Malachi should be a single anyway. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, we, we all see them as a trio because they're always together on TV as a trio. But yes, I think Malachi needs a little bit more of a priority on this show, for sure. Yeah. And I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. I fe- he, fe- yeah. he, feel- he feels like an afterthought. Him, I, I don't understand. You know, you got, on- you got Andrade there, you got Black there. I-, I don't know why these guys are off TV for long, extended period of times. Well, there's a lot it. of people. There's a lot of people and a lot of storylines to showcase in two hours a week. So, I mean, that part I get. Um, if you want to show, if you want to show some vulnerability to House of Black and have them take occasional losses, I'd rather see it happen with the tag team and not with Malachi Black. I want to see that guy kept strong to put him in the world title picture when you need him there. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea, and I think uh, with the Blackpool Combat Club. Everybody that's that's complaining about it, like, oh, why this match happen? It's a nothing match. Everything is done for a reason. You're going to see that reason uh, hopefully sometime this summer with trio championships. Yeah. Tony Schiavone, he interviewed Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs backstage. I'm loving the presence of Starks and Hobbs. I think they look great together. And yes. Starks said they aren't scared of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and Christian all of a sudden just walk in. And Jungle Boy said that, They've thought about their challenge last week, and they have accepted the challenge. 
Jungle Boy said, Starks seems like a spicy guy, so he wants a shot at his FTW title first before they give up the tag team title opportunity. Starks took his sunglasses off. Christian called his sunglasses fake and said he never seems to defend the FTW title. That title over your shoulder, you never seem to defend it. Starks was a little taken back by this and said, the shades aren't fake, number one. And I accept Jungle Boy's challenge and said, next week he'll show him what a real man looks like or what a real name is all about. Let's get out of here, Starks told Hobbs, and they just turned around and left. Anytime Ricky Starks is on TV, especially with somebody as talented as Jungle Boy, man, I ain't going to fucking complain one bit. Nope. Nope. Not at all. The more Ricky Starks, the better. You know what You know what would be fantastic a fucking epic moment and something that no one would ever see coming what if um Hobbs and Starks win the tag team titles due to the help of Hook a fucking surprise run Taz might come down try to help gets knocked out it don't work you think they're about to lose and fucking Hook comes down and secures the win and they win the fucking tag titles that's a little bit of a uh, of a mind fuck for the fans. I mean, everybody loves Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and then you're going to send out somebody who's also incredibly popular out there with let's a hook. Not, yeah, let's not forget where Hook is from, dude. I mean, he's from he's 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 from Taz's crew. I mean, people just thought he's done and try to cast him out. No, nobody said that. That that's he's on he's on Team well, Taz, well, bro. Well, how about how about this? We we don't want anything uh, negative to come down on Hook. What about? Hook sending Danhausen out there to curse Jurassic Express, and then that's the way that Team Taz wins the titles. It would be. I, I'm thinking of the bigger moment of when Hook broke out of his, you know, jobber, not doing anything on the rampage. Now he's now he's interjected. Now he's fully involved in, in the Team Taz business. Well, he hasn't been. He been. He hasn't been involved in any Team Taz business since he got over. What if we just turn Christian heel? That would solve all of our all of our problems and give Hobbs and uh, Ricky Starks the tag team titles. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for the Christian yeah, heel turn. Already. But now I wonder maybe maybe it won't happen because of then because then if Jurassic Express loses those titles, now they have something else to go for trios titles. Yeah, I and can th- see that. What well, what's a little bit more important to you guys? A Christian heel turn or a trios championship or a trios team? With Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus for Christian Cage. I don't know. I think we get both. I, I don't think you don't turn Christian heel until they've had a run with the trios titles. Then you can turn them heel. Then you got something for them to do after the trios titles run. Okay. There's we'll no see. there's no rush. Turn them heel. Turn them heel later. So you don't like Hookhausen, right? You don't like that uh, idea. I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, I mean, it's, I'm not against it, but I'm thinking too hokey like, for you. Yeah, I'm thinking more serious stuff for Hook, man, while he's white hot right now. Yeah. He's got to cool off at some point to 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 finish training and developing. He's not going to be this hot forever. So get him into something, then let him cool for a little bit, and then come back to it. Hook, by the way, is going to be on uh, Rampage. He's going one-on-one with the fake JD, JD Drake, on Rampage. So uh, we'll see what happens with Hook there. He's going to be in action on Friday. Uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. We're backstage, interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Swerve was actually on the latest Talk is Jericho podcast, and it was documented um, that Brianna Brandy, B-Fab, in Hit Row, you guys remember Hit Row, uh, she was actually fired while they were on their way to an event in WWE. And Top Dollar, by the way, Jesse, I'm still fucking uh, shaking with fear over the photo you sent me. Uh, not too long ago, of Top Dollar wearing nothing but a championship title. 
Bro, if I had to, why see would it, you man, do that to me, bro? If I had to see it, I, I think it's only fair that you got to see that shit. No, nah, I don't have to see that shit, man. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, Top Dollar and, and Hit Row, uh, they all documented, Swerve did, that they were on their way to a WWE show, but they didn't have any ticket information for BFAB. So Top Dollar takes it upon himself to call WWE management and ask Bruce and Vince. You know, what, what's happening with Brianna's uh, plane ticket? Is, is everything right here? And management said, yeah, everything's good. Everything's right. Just get here and, uh, you know, yada, yada, yada. So when they got to the show, uh, apparently Vince McMahon scolded them about asking where Brianna's uh, information was and where her plane ticket was. They were not supposed to ask anything about her uh, release. And then eventually they all were let go by WWE for one reason or another. But uh, Top Dollar was uh, in the middle of everything. That was a situation, and apparently the Jinder Mahal rap on Twitter was the nail in the coffin as to why they were all fired. But wait, is it a is it a, a known thing that they're not allowed to ask questions about someone's plane ticket? I don't listen, man. No, it's not. Listen, it's not out of the realm of fucking common logic to ask. <laughs> right, you I'm know, traveling with my they, friend. They Where's the ticket? Yes, they actually did everything that they. Should have done like a normal human being, but the 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 people that they work for are not normal human beings. They to, to listen, bro. I don't want I don't want to make it a conspiracy, and we'll we'll move on in just a second. But they they were looking for any fucking reason to get rid of them, bro. You couldn't just outright fire them after calling them up. WWE manager Bruce and Vince they knew exactly where they came from, and they were looking for any fucking reason to get rid of them, and that's what they chose. That's what it sounds like. If if they would have if they would have found out she didn't have a ticket, and then immediately went to social media and started complaining about it, that would have easily be considered the wrong thing to do. Yes, but they picked up the phone and called management no, to try to get dollar, some Top Dollar did. Top Dollar called management and asked, and Swerve and Ashante got fired because of his uh, his questioning. Because he asked where her ticket was. Yes, yes. Like, I'm not a big top dollar fan but that's bullshit it is bullshit that's that's fucking stupid if you, i'm traveling with this girl where's her ticket so we can get on the plane it's fucking this this is what happens man you know all these stories that come out about wwe i, I don't know why anybody would want to work there really it is what it is uh anyway they were backstage swerve and keith lee swerve said that they have unfinished business with starks and hobbs lee said when this is done they'll have no choice but to swerve at our glory that was lame yeah it was lame <laughs> wasn't a good it wasn't a good use of the word swerve no come on no i do like i i do let me rephrase i don't i don't know if i like this tag team of swerve and keith lee but i do like where they could end up going with this so i want to see if they can pull this off I, I do like where they could end up going with this team though. well what if what if starks and hobbs win the tag team titles and then we get keith lee versus swerve uh for the titles that double or nothing that means that look the matches that Keith Lee and Swerve would put on with pretty much any tag team in the company, not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. The tag team division is fucking incredible, and it looks like everyone can flow with everybody. It's a. I'm interested to see if they can make the dynamic of Keith Lee and Swerve work together because they don't have the same styles or the same similar gimmicks, but I want to see if they can make it harmonize. So I want to see what they do with it. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what those two guys do as well. So, uh, we're going to get them and uh, Power Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks continuing their feud. So uh, that is coming up uh, whenever they, you know, culminates all that on AW television. Uh, we got Wardlow 
And William Morrissey, the former big cast in WWE, he was the secret man, the secret weapon tonight for MJF. Wardlow is out, <laughs> escorted by ring security. And, secret? Yeah, secret, yeah. Divine secret. I mean, he was, he was not unveiled until he walked through the tunnel. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. did everything but keep it a secret, but uh, was, uh, he was, was the Punk mystery a, man. Was Punk a secret for the first dance? Yes. Oh, well, then you got people like Alfred Konuha uh, over on <laughs> Forbes saying that uh, Forbidden Door is not going to sell out. Okay. Maybe maybe he took some dummy pills, man. I don't know what the fuck he's taking uh, uh, over there okay. on Wrestling Inc. I mean, Issa, come on, bro. Get, you, get your boy in check, man. Otherwise, JD's got to get involved. Yeah, that uh, I was love making people call. look stupid. Come on. That was a bad... I, I'm predicting less than a half hour. With, with what? For the sellout of United Center. Oh, please. It'll say yes. First day sellout. Yeah, easily. Anyway, Wardlow's out there, uh, and uh, Jim Ross said Wardlow's popularity is increasing every week. It's very Goldberg-esque. Uh, that is uh, obviously the the feeling in the community. It comes out. It's, it's very Wardlow nitro. Uh, Goldberg, rather, is, um, you know, Wardlow. I can't even speak tonight. Wardlow is very Goldberg-esque on WCW Nitro. Fans chanted Wardlow, and MJF is obviously out next with Sean Spears, and he comes out, and MJF says, He'd love to say it's great to be back in Maryland, but I'd be a lying piece of shit if I said that. <laughs> Ross then said uh, that's already been very well established. And MJF told the fans to shut their mouths. He says he's going to watch in the back away from these disgusting pigs in the crowd. He then introduced William Morrissey and everybody on the commentary team said that Morrissey, obviously from Impact Wrestling, he offered him a high five, but MJF asked him to lower his hand so he could reach and high five at his level, which was great. So we got this match. It, w- it went about six minutes. It wasn't really overly technical. And Morrissey was out there to do one thing and one thing only, and that's put over Wardlow. So he used a lot of high offensive moves. He got that big fall away slam as Morrissey. He was actually quite agile, Jesse. I don't remember Morrissey or Big Cass being that agile, but... Uh, you know, four years away from WWE to get himself right and really kind of reinvent himself and, and get into shape. We we talked about it at the at the top. He looks great, and he was quite agile, as agile as I ever remember him seeing. Well, two things. Um, maybe he did get himself in phenomenal shape, so I'm I'm sure he's in better shape now than he was when he was in NXT and WWE. Yeah, but also don't forget they. They completely limit you on what you're able to do as a big man. They don't want they don't want guys like Cass doing leapfrogs and stuff like they want you to work like Big Show and everybody else. No, yeah, they don't want that stuff. That's the problem they had with Keith Lee. They didn't want Keith Lee to go out there and work like Keith Lee. They want him to go out there and work like Kane. And he's exactly what they did with Keith. That's exactly what they did with Keith Lee. They wanted him to work Mark Henry style. Yeah. He's like, I'm I'm not Mark Henry, I'm Keith Lee, dude. You know, like, no, you're a bear cat. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Bear cat, Keith Lee. Yeah. You're going to grunt and make every time you throw a big move around. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool to see someone come out here in AEW and then work and then compare it to how they worked in WWE. Because it, it, it makes me think, like, is this the way they wanted to work, but Vince wouldn't let him? Maybe he wanted to show that he got some athleticism in him. Now he got a chance to. Well, you're making it sound like, uh, you know, Marcy, if he goes back to WWE, that's something I don't want to see. No, no, I don't want to see. I don't think he's getting the Cody treatment if he goes back. No, 
No. He'll be feuding with Omos. Yes. All right. Let, let, let's end that. Can we delete that from the stream, please? <laughs> never. <laughs> never want to see him back in WWE, please. Oh, my God. I don't even want to see Omos and Bobby Lashley on my fucking TV streaming an arm wrestling contest. It's not even real no. wrestling, right? It's fucking no. shit. Anyway, he back right now, he'll be, he'll be he'll be in a in a Miz TV segment, having Miz cut him down and and and, and chop him down a few levels. Yeah, you you took your ball and went home, right? <laughs> Big yep. right? We don't, we, don't, we don't want to see that. Yep. Give me a break. Uh, anyway, Marcy used some agility here, which was surprising to see. Um, he took Warlow to the outside. Crowd was chanting, "We want Enzo." No, we don't. Marcy got a little uh, perturbed. At that, and uh, stopped himself from throwing an f bomb because he's from uh, Queens, New York, and that's what us New Yorkers do. Uh, man, we we, we drop the f bomb a lot. I don't, I don't know if you guys realize that. Enzo was shot. trending. Who? Enzo was trending. Of course he was. <laughs> Everybody wants to see Enzo. I would like to see Enzo. Fuck the Enzo haters here, man. Cup of haters over here. No, come on. Uh, anyway, Enzo was annoying, but there's no reason to. Yeah, to, he to was WWE Enzo. annoying. Yeah, there's no reason to cancel Enzo, guys. He did nothing wrong. Enzo was great on the microphone, man. Always. Yeah, he was, yeah. It, it, he, I mean, very fucking strong on the mic. I, I, I would legit have employment for Enzo. I would have Enzo and, and, and Eddie Kingston conducting promo classes for everyone who needs them backstage. Yes. On top, of, uh, on top of Jake Roberts, who, who, who's already there, and Dustin Rhodes, yep. who's already there. Yes. Right? I mean, uh, they got uh, they got quite the talent backstage to get that that part of the whole shtick down. Yep, uh, easily. Enzo and Eddie shit. One week Enzo does them. Next week Eddie Kingston does them. Fucking awesome. Enzo, he don't even have to be on TV. He has value. They his got his punk, mic skills. They got Moxley. Oh my man, goodness. man, man, man. Uh, anyway, uh, Marcy again outside with uh, with, with Wardlow here. We got a big boss man-like slam in the middle of the ring. He goes for cover on Wardlow, gets a two-count. So they're uh, vying for position here in this in this match. They're on the top rope, and uh, Wardlow took Marcy out with a moonsault. It, it wasn't uh, it wasn't perfect by any means, but the fact that Wardlow, a man his size, doing a moonsault or even attempting a moonsault on somebody the size of W. Marcy was. Uh, quite impressive, Jesse. I'd like to see. Uh, and, and, and Wardlow did this last week. He was uh, moving around in there like uh, like a cruiserweight for a couple of seconds, and now he's breaking yeah. out moonsaults. I I like it. It adds a whole different level of dynamic to Wardlow's already powerful game. Yeah, but um, but Morrissey got under it though, didn't he? Like he a little he moved bit, yeah, and, yeah. Like he moved and adjusted and got himself under it a little bit. So yeah. that was good to see too. I'm 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 hoping it all worked out for him. Like the the match, the audition. I hope Tony was impressed because I wanna I wanna see you know I wanna see Morrissey get another chance, man. Yeah, I don't know when his contract is up with Impact. Uh, I I think it was, I think he was on like a six month trial basis. I don't know what what's going on there. If he re up for another six months or maybe a year, but he he definitely has options because of how he looks. He's gonna get looks from the E. He's definitely gonna get looks from AEW. He can basically do whatever he wants, and if he keeps himself in keeps himself in the shape that he's in, he should be uh, should be great. He should have no problems finding employment. No, uh, absolutely agree easily. And then Wardlow hit one power bomb. He, we we didn't get a symphony of power bombs. We didn't get the four, Jesse. We just got the one, which was impressive enough. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think uh, at this point, you know, you, the reason why I like the one power bomb, 
and a lot of people might might be overlooking this. The reason why I like the one power bomb, Wardlow knew he was going to beat everybody, so he was just toying with everybody else that he was doing the power bombs with. He even gave four to Lance Archer, which I didn't really understand. I think I, I think it would have been better if he took the situation uh, the same way he did with Marcy tonight. The one power bomb was more than enough, and I love the sense of urgency on on Wardlow's behalf to just do the one and get the victory instead of doing the four. Yeah, yeah, and and. It of he's not out there to bury Morrissey no, either. No, I mean he's he's gonna go out there do some heel stuff, you know, you know, balk at the crowd a little bit, you know, and 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 put up a strong contest, make Wardlow look good, and take an L, and that's exactly what he did. Match went off without a hitch. I was very happy about it. Good for him, man. After the match was over, security entered the ring to put the handcuffs back on Wardlow. Wardlow shoved them down. MJF and Spears came out to the stage and sent more security guys out there. They all charged one at a time in this very clown-like fashion. This was very over-the-top, very hokey, and very cringy. These guys were legitimately just lunging at Wardlow with their hands up. Oh, hit me. Oh, throw me. Oh, punch me down. The, the, these guys didn't give it one ounce of offense to Wardlow, and he took out like 20 fucking security guards and one guy took a wild bump, Jesse, over the top rope. He was power bombed, uh, Mike Awesome style, over the top rope onto everybody else. And it was like a, a whole fucking slew of bowling pins just going down at the same time. So Wardlow says he's not going to stop this carnage. And he's not going to take, he's not going to stop taking everyone out. MJF sends his way until he gets him his release from this contract. MJF told everyone to settle down, settle down in Baltimore. Fans are booing him. And then the fans started chanting, Wardlow is going to kill you. And then MJF said, settle down again. Listen, you want a match? Let's have this little match. He said, if Wardlow wins, he'll let him out of his contract. Wardlow said, the match is on, but, 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 but I have a couple of conditions. Jim Ross says, of course he does, because that's what MJF does. He said, the contract signing needs to take place in a place of his choosing, not a dump like Baltimore. He said it'll happen in the most magical place in the world known as Long Island, New York. I love it. I love it. And uh, I don't know, Jesse, last time MJF was in Long Island, didn't they try and pretend he was a babyface against CM Punk? Are we going to see the same situation this time around? Or is he going to get booed in his hometown? No, 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 man. I, I, I think they're going to keep um, Long Island sacred for MJF, man. Um, I think he will only be cheered in that city and nowhere else on the planet. So I thought that that is an awesome gimmick too. I, I can't wait to see what they I, do. With I, him. I don't think he's getting cheered next year, next week. <laughs> you didn't, you said that last time. I know this is Wardlow though. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, MJF owns Long Island, man. You're going to boo Wardlow. Right, we'll see what happens. I think uh, MJF is going to get uh, the hometown booing next week in Long Island, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. I love this storyline. I think everything has been booked picture perfect. This match is going to be fantastic at double or nothing, and the crowd is going to go crazy when that power bomb hits MJF for the one, two, three. It's going to be uh, beautiful to see in Las Vegas. Shivani, he interviewed Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, and Ruby Soho and Tony Storm, they were all there. They're really selling these four women as far as the Owen Hart Cup tournament for the women. So they have this tag team match, I believe, happening on Friday. Is that correct, Jesse? We got a tag team match with these four ladies happening on Friday? I think it is Friday, yeah. Okay. 
So we're getting this tag team match. It's going to be uh, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. And Britt said every page of AEW's history book has her written on it. She said she's Dr. Britt Baker, the history maker. I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah. Soho says she's done listening to her. She told Britt she has a receipt coming. Soho called her a bitch and said that they are not leaving. Britt argued and they cut away from the segment. So uh, apparently nobody left. Ruby wants to know why there's a no contact rule here. We're going to get contact. On on Friday's rampage, so it should, it should be a, a very good tag team match between these four ladies. Can't wait, man! I'm sure you'll be watching, right? Uh, I will be watching. But what is this I hear you talking about? Feet with my name being mentioned on uh, one of your streams this week. Feet? Oh man, that's right. Oh, I think it was Jacob who didn't get it. See, they didn't know that you subscribed to Tony Storm's foot fetish account. So I was reminding people that you were the Head of that club. So, listen, bro. I, I don't have a foot fetish, man. And, and I'm also not subscribed to anybody's OnlyFans, especially Tony Storm. Okay. Come on, man. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see your credit card statement. I, I guarantee you, bro. You, you got Tony Storm OnlyFans there. Uh, let, let me let me find out and tell the wife when I come to Chicago. We'll do a full blown investigation, man. See, listen, man. Don't don't lie to me, bro. You're gonna have your doom waiting for you. You see this? That is your fucking demise right there, bro. You can't see it because you're not watching the stream. You're going to watch it back. This is your demise, bro. This beautiful woman right here eating a taco that looks very uh, scrum- scrumptious in this, in this picture here. Look. Nobody, be- nobody believes you, bro. What are you talking about? They know you're the head of the Foot Clan, man. I'm the fucking Foot Clan, bro. <laughs> man, we're not watching Ninja Turtles here, bro, okay? I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Foot Clan, man. What? What? What the fuck does that make? uh, Killer Cross. Remember him? Oh oh, yeah, he's Super Shredder. Was he Krang? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, he did look kind of like Krang a little bit. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, uh, moving on with this uh, this fucking nonsense. Uh, Tony Schiavone was in the ring. We got a interview being conducted with Hangman Page. Fans chanted "Cowboy shit" as he walked out. Shivani asked about CM Punk's challenge. Hangman says it'll be easy for him to say how much he loves CM Punk and respects him. And he looks forward to shaking his hand in the ring and standing across from him at double or nothing and then having an all-time classic for the AEW title. That'll be real, real easy, but that is not going to happen. Some fans booed Adam Page. He said there won't be a handshake or a masturbatory Bret Hart tribute match. Ooh. Ooh, man. Oh, man. Look at that. Who, who's the last person in your life that you heard use the term masturbatory? Who? Right. Nobody. You, you, what, you, 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 uh, you, you broke up there. You said you used it yesterday. Why? why, why? I, I said you, you just used it. You, you, you. you used this term and OnlyFans in the same sentence while uh, describing uh, somebody that you subscribed to, right? Bro, you, you had your out, man. You, nobody believes... That you do not have an OnlyFans subscription of the Tony Storm's account. Bro, listen, chat, I see you guys. I don't know if that's the real Thunder Rosa, man. I don't know. Listen, listen, Rosa, if this is you, look, this this is you. See? This is you, and this is Jesse's demise right here. Smiling, smiling away before uh, he gets a fire thunder driver into the concrete, okay? Everybody's going to see it for the end of time. As long as we're live on this show together, that is going to be his demise. Every time he says something stupid, I'm just going to show that picture. I don't know you if she's in the chat. I, I don't know. You guys are so fucking gut. That is not Thunder Rosa. I don't listen, man. You, you can't believe anything on YouTube unless she reaches out to me into the fucking DMs. I, I don't know. 
Trust me, right. it's not Thunder Rosa. Right. Somebody click on the on the thing. Now, does she have any videos, or is it a troll with zero subscribers? I don't know. It's I wish troll. it was, man. She watches the show. It's a troll. She watches the show. Anyway, uh, it'll be real, real easy, but that's not going to happen. No Bret Hart tribute match. He says he's going to destroy Punk. A CM Punk chant then broke out. He found a fan wearing a custom CM Punk shirt in the crowd. He asked him to look him in the eyes he said he'll be running back to the merchandise stand for a refund. Oh shit! It's when Thunder he's Rosa. Done with Punk. It is. It is. It is her. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Crap! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. Um, Punk isn't there tonight. He said. He said that he has to break the news to them. He said if he was a betting man, he thinks he's all filming another TV show. He called it embarrassing. He said he'll give Punk the fight of his life. Uh, Jesse, we talked about this at the top. Uh, I love this promo by Adam Hangman Page. Uh, it legitimately was the embodiment of cowboy shit. Uh, I don't think this was a heel promo. A lot of people said, oh, my God, Adam Page is going heel like Brian turned heel against Adam Page. No, this is just a champion standing his ground. He's not allowing anybody, including the hottest guy in the company, CM Punk, to come in and shit in his yard. I love this. It was fantastic. Let's just talk about how great Thunder Rosa is, though. No. No, no, no. We, we are not deviating away from business at hand, man. Rosa is in the chat, and we'll, we'll get to her segment in just a little bit because that's another por por portion of the show that I actually really enjoyed. Um, I love this Adam Page uh, promo. I think this is exactly what he needs as far as him and that world championship. And from me to you, Jesse, I think we've talked about this enough. I think this is his last hoorah as AEW champion, so you might as well just go out and just uh, go all guns blazing against Punk. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I like how I don't even, I don't, I'm not even sure if, if they intended on keeping them apart like this, but maybe it's just because, you know, Hangman was out with COVID. And by the way, I love how you can just recover from COVID in like, you know, 15 minutes now. It used to be out like six months and shit when you had COVID originally. Well, maybe but, he had no symptoms. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, I... I, I I do love how they since Hangman couldn't be there last week, uh, they kept Punk out of sight from him this week and let Hangman come out and cut his you know solo promo. Um, I think it just adds to the dynamic a little bit, you know, as opposed to like oh well this week we get Punk and this week we get Hangman, so let's see how they come together on next week's show. I mean, but I I, I did like that dynamic and this promo was extremely fiery from him. It, it definitely it, it was definitely leaning towards the tweener side for me. Yeah, yeah, I always enjoy a good tweener. Brian yeah. did a great, uh, and Hangman did a great job tonight. I, I love the vibe of him. I love the intensity, and I'm looking, to, I'm looking forward to this match. I think Punk wins the title at double or nothing. I think that's the way to go, and he holds it for however long Tony Khan thinks, and we get that title on MJF. I think that's the right way to go about it. Yeah. Jay Lethal, bro. Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and the Giant Singh, Satnam Singh, mocked. Uh, this uh, Japanese wrestler from DDT. I, I don't know his name. I'm going to mess up his name. Uh, Takashita? I, I don't know. Some some Japanese guy coming to uh, Rampage on Friday. Apparently, he's going to be wrestling Jay Lethal. Sanjay Dutt asks where the red carpet treatment is for them because they're rolling out the red carpet treatment for this guy. Uh, Lethal said he wants to prove that AEW is backing the wrong horse. I'm getting my red carpet whether you like it or not. Uh, lethal Jesse, uh, I want to see more of Lethal, just like we said about Ricky Starks. More Ricky Starks on TV. More Malachi Black. More Andrade. Uh, more Jay Lethal on my TV is always a good thing. 
I think him going into double or nothing, I think we can pretty much uh, safely say that it'll be him and Samoa Joe at the pay-per-view, correct? Yeah, yeah. And Takeshita is... Takeshita, there you go. Yeah, I thought I thought he was um I thought he was somebody that was making a debut. Turns out he was on he was on Dark about a year ago. He worked during the pandemic, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's already got like three or four matches in, in, in the company. Um I thought he's from New Japan, but yeah, I looked into it. He's from DDT. Um the guy is good. Um I didn't he had a match with Brendan Cutler. I mean, I never brought it up because it was a match with Brendan Cutler and it was you know, really nothing to it. Um, and I didn't know what they were going to be doing with him either because he's already been here three times, you know, and what are they doing with him now in the fourth? Now he's got another match coming up. Maybe they got plans for him at Forbidden Door is what I'm thinking. Who? This, this Japanese guy? Yeah. Yeah, Takeshka. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And we need we need, uh, we need a buy-in match, right? Yeah. There you go. Uh, more Jay Lethal. Uh, Jesse, what about the, uh, the idea of Jay Lethal costing Samoa Joe his first round match in the Owen Cup? It's a possibility, man. It looks like that's where they're going, right? I mean, we, we gotta get we gotta get to Joe and Lethal, man. That's that's the money match. Who is Kyle O'Reilly facing in the first round? Is it uh is Keith Lee in the tournament? Keith Lee's in the tournament, correct? You need me to pull up the bracket again? Yeah, please pull up the bracket, please. Okay. I think Keith Lee is in the tournament. Who is who is Kyle O'Reilly facing in the tournament? It's gotta be Keith Lee. Let's see. I think it's Cole versus Dax. Then we got Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen, Samoa Joe versus the Joker. It, yeah, it's, it's Keith Lee versus Kyle O'Reilly, right? All right, here we go. Just blow it up, please. Maybe I got so it. I on got, one. Let me see. Here we go. So we got Phoenix and O'Reilly. Uh, wait a Joe minute. And the... Phoenix. Oh yeah, that's right. Phoenix qualified tonight. Where, yeah. where, where's Keith Lee? Um, I got Jeff Hardy and Darby. I got Cole and Dex. Uh, we had no Keith Lee. Keith Lee was in a qualifying match against Mark Quinn. Was he? Yes. No, no, Mark Quinn. Isaiah Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy? Uh, I'm looking at the final one, two, three, four, the final eight. Yeah, I need somebody in the chat to tell me that I'm not losing my fucking mind, man. I could have swore Keith Lee versus Isaiah Cassidy was a qualifying match for the tournament. Yeah, I wonder if I can do a where, where he launched where he launched Isaiah Cassidy into fucking the next orbit. Yeah, I don't know what's Chet saying because yeah, he's not in this bracket, man. Let me see. Oh, no. was that the face of the revolution? Oh, I'm sorry. That's that's, that's there you go. Never oh, mind. I'm, I'm a fucking moron. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. The the host of the show is an idiot. I'm so you guys are right. You guys are right. All these qualifying yeah. matches, me. It's easy to get confused. It's easy yeah. to get confused. All right, I'm sorry. Ray Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, so we're looking at Ray Phoenix versus uh, a possible Claudio match, bro. No, Maybe. we get Phoenix versus O'Reilly. Yes, I know, I know. But if, uh, if uh, Phoenix uh, so, wins, oh, so and, and Jay, wins Lethal, Jay Lethal costs uh, Samoa Joe against Claudio, we could be looking at Claudio versus Phoenix or Claudio versus Kyle O'Reilly. I can see that. Yeah. I can see And I don't see Phoenix winning either because... They'll Don't probably, forget. with the House of Black, a double or nothing, rather big six-man tag. Probably do one final blow-off. Yeah, Adam Cole, let's try to keep this in mind as we predict the winner here. Adam Cole pretty much guaranteed us that someone from the Undisputed Elite was going to win. And we got O'Reilly on one side of the bracket and Adam Cole on the other. Well, I mean, <laughs> of the two, it's going to be Adam Cole. <laughs> I mean, so it and might nobody be wants to see an finals. O'Reilly versus Cole match. I, mean, I didn't even want to see it in NXT. Nah, it, it might be it might be another rematch, man. It might be building towards it. 
just he he kind of just it was kind of ominous when he did it. He guaranteed that one of them will be winning. So I'm looking at them in the finals at this point now that I remember it and think about Listen, that. Man, I gotta give TK some credit, man. This term is looking really spicy. Telling you right now, man. It reminds me. Uh, it reminds me of yeah. the old classic King of the Ring tournaments that we uh, we all used to fucking uh, drool over. It's so like, great. We get Adam Cole versus Dax. Cole wins. Darby versus Hardy. Darby wins. Hardy's busy with the Bucks. Phoenix um, and O'Reilly. O'Reilly pulls it off. I don't know. Somebody else book it. Um, Joker card. Yeah, Joe gets screwed. He could be looking at O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in the finals, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not for that, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I again, I, again, you know, I'm looking at this turn. It just shows you the depth of the AW roster that fucking Keith Lee and Andrade are not in the tournament. I don't know why I had this impression that Keith Lee was in the tournament, man. I, I don't know. It's 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 so bizarre to me that someone like that's not in the tournament. But here we are. You might be able to protect him from it. They know he's not going to win it. Yeah. Listen, man. Yeah. I, I, Cole versus Claudio, man. I'm going with that one. Cole versus Claudio. Final. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going with the undisputed elite. Man. Or maybe it's Gargano, man. Listen, Gargano versus Cole in the final, man. You you making me. Uh, <laughs> You're making me, uh, you know what, you know, with that one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not bringing back Gargano to lose, man. Who gives a shit? I'm. I'm thinking. Cole I needs think, his revenge, bro. I think we're getting the undisputed elite final, man. Yeah. I, I think. I, I think. He, I think Adam Cole already just gave us the Easter egg, man. I think he pretty much told us right there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm excited I think about it. Was, Everybody's excited about it. I think it was Bret Hart said it a long time ago. He said, like, I'd never guarantee anything to the fans unless I know it's going to happen for sure. And you don't see a whole lot of guarantees in wrestling these days, man. And I no. know everybody's a big Bret Hart fan. I, I think if Cole guaranteed it, I think it's coming true. And maybe more, maybe, maybe easier than we think. I think we get the two of these guys together in the finals. And we'll see what happens, man. You could be right. You could yeah. be right. Uh, listen, if you're right, I'll buy your steak dinner when I come out there for, to Forbidden Door. Okay. Oh, you already already owe me a steak dinner. Man. For what? What, what? 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 What did you do? I'm keeping you relevant on YouTube, man. Listen, man. Listen. Don't open your mouth, man. You know we're gonna go out for Mexican, and then I'm gonna surprise you with this beautiful woman here. She's gonna be sitting in the fucking booth surprising you, and she's gonna uh, blast you over the head with a fucking tray of tacos. Okay. This guy's pandering, man. Look at this guy. Fuck out of here, man. Jeez. Not pandering to nobody. Jeez. Anyway. Moving on, we got uh, Chris Jericho and Santana in a one-on-one match tonight. Uh, Jericho is now called The Wizard. Why? Chris The Wizard Jericho, man. You know why? Because uh, he, he got influence. He got influence from me talking about Becky Lynch and the, the Lobbinses that she's talking about on Monday Night Raw, man. He's now the Grand Wizard, man. He's looking for the ring that uh, Becky Lynch somehow dropped in a fucking cave somewhere. Is that a sports entertainment thing? I guess so. The 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 wizard. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I mean, you know, he he could really he could really call himself a wizard, bro. He threw a fireball. He's bro, like uh, he's like uh, Gandalf the White. Yeah, that fire that fireball was very sports entertainment. Like, you should have saw the look on my face when I was I was looking like somewhere else, and and then they called him the wizard. Uh, it, Justin Roberts called Jericho the wizard. I just kind of just looked like. The fuck did he just say? He's a fucking wizard, man. He the, plays Dungeons the, and Dragons. He plays Diablo. He plays Destiny. You know, Jericho could play Destiny, bro. He may be a warlock, man. I don't know. They're currently winning Guardian games right now. Jericho does not. Oh, the warlocks are winning? Yeah. Fuck. 
Yeah, I think it's all rigged, bro. I honestly think it's all I, I, the, the Hunters, man. I, I logged in day one. The fucking Hunters were in dead last already. You got the fucking Warlocks already fucking winning the It's like a runaway. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, Who's not a Hunter main this year, man? Look at the fucking invisibility we got. Yeah, I'm running my Hunter. Oh, my goodness. You guys are fucking geeks out there, man. Warlock main. What are you fucking? Are you kidding me? Come on. It, Jericho's not a fucking guardian. Is Jericho play Destiny? No. No, uh, Jericho's no. too busy uh, with uh, the 16 other projects he's got going on to fucking fuck around with video games, man. Uh, but he, uh, he was dancing around there with Santana tonight, man. I, I sent this to Hodge. I seen Hodge in the chat. I think Hodge agrees with me. Uh, I don't know if I brought, uh, brought this up to you. I know Santana was kind of dabbling in the solo thing for a little bit. Uh, I, I watch him wrestle. Santana is very good in the ring. He's got uh, everything you'd want. Uh, out of a out of a pro wrestler, he's got a great look. He's got great size. He's got himself into the best shape of his life. Uh, he's a great promo. He could really have a, a decent singles run when the time is right. I'm not saying break him up from Ortiz because I think that's a death wish for any tag team, especially with them because they they really need to get into that ranking for the tag team titles. I think that is long overdue. But if you want to have him dabble around in the singles, man, he, he could make a great singles performer at some point in his career. I mean. Maybe, but I just I, I think there's more value in keeping them together. Well, me too. I mean, I mean, I mean, like entirely. You you break one, you break them up to go, you know, for a singles run on one, and now what's the other one doing if it's not working out? Then you got to bring them back together, and it's not coming. You know, it, it's like saying I want to see Penta on a singles run. Could he do it? Yeah, of course he could. He's fucking Penta, dude. Yeah. He can do anything, well, Phoenix anything. Too. And Phoenix too. You know, I would rather see I would rather see them together though. I mean, because it. It, it just it's just the dynamic of the duo. I, I, I would rather see that duo together than see now. I mean, the matches, don't get me wrong. I want to see Phoenix versus, you know, Cole, you know, Phoenix versus, you know, Hangman and, and vice versa and everything else. Um, I just don't want them to lose track of um, the Lucha brothers trying to push a singles run when they don't need to. Now, if it's just something that they need because they get, you know, injuries or hiatus or things like that. Then yeah, in a pinch, easily. Lucha Brothers, dude. Split them, put them in singles. You know, you win easily. Yeah. You know, if you don't need it though, you got plenty of singles to to rotate and get you know people. This guy needs a title. This guy needs this guy should be champion. There's only one title, man. And now you start breaking up tag teams and making them individuals. Now you gotta try to get the titles onto them as well. You know, let's let's keep them in the tag division and add one, then put them in a trio division. You get pack, add him to the Lucha Brothers, you know, but I wouldn't want to see them in a titles run unless it was like legit necessary. Phoenix going down with an injury again, something like that. Yep. Santana, he attacked Jericho before the bell and the two teams brawled on the outside. There was uh, a moment where Jericho took the camera like he usually does. He did this back in New Japan when he wrestled Tanahashi and and wrestled Omega. Uh, Jericho took the camera and was filming uh, by himself. And Santana countered this and gave the finger back. At Jericho, as he was filming uh, Santana give him the finger. Uh, the match finally got underway with, with all this pre-match uh, nonsense. Aubrey Edwards finally rang the bell. And Jericho used Aubrey as protection. Uh, and then a distraction allowed Jericho to get a springboard drop kick, take control, going into a commercial. Uh, we got a, a corner bulldog from Santana. He started to make his comeback after Jericho was on the offensive for a little bit. Followed up with his three amigos suplex and then the frog splash for two. Jericho fought out of a fireman's carry. He got the walls of Jericho on Santana. He reached the ropes to break that hold, and then both men got back to a vertical base. They started trading chops back and forth, and a reverse rolling cutter from Santana on Jericho, which looked great, got him a two-count. 
Ortiz stopped Angelo Parker on the outside, who was about to blast Santana, coming off the ropes with Floyd the baseball bat. So Jake Hager jumped on the apron on the opposite side. Santana was distracted by him, took him out, and hit a discus lariat on Jericho for a two. This distraction allowed Matt Menard uh, to get involved. Jericho seen this distraction, hit a low blow on Santana, followed by a Judas effect, and that was enough for the win. After the match, Jericho's uh, guys continued to beat down Santana Ortiz. No Eddie Kingston because he was uh, recovering from his fireball to the eyes. And uh, it was a two-on-five situation. And the Jericho Appreciation Society stood tall over a weakened Santana Ortiz without Eddie Kingston. If this was Monday Night Raw, Bruce Prichard would have booked uh, Eddie Kingston on the show with no bandage around his eyes. Opening the show. Opening the show, coming out as if nothing happened last week. Yeah. In in a segment, you know, know, just out there chilling. Eyebrows still intact, everything. Just hanging out. You no know. visible marks on him. Nothing. Anyway, man, what do you, what do you think of this, man? I, I, I'm, I, these interferences, I can't stand them, man. You know, it's 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 the same shit. It's the Britt Baker thing, man, where Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter and Rebel doing the fucking same shit every match, causing distraction and, and letting the, the distraction give Britt the win. I, 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 it's every time with these guys. Every single time. Just get them in the fucking blood and guts cage and just end it. Yeah, uh... I think that's the whole point. All the interference and everything else. I mean, I think that's the whole point of the build because I mean, it, it, clearly we're going to uh, to blood and guts with this. Yeah. So it, it it plays into the story. I don't think it's just a bunch of randomness and you know all the shit for no reason. Everybody that's in, that's interfering, they're all involved in this story. You know, I mean, it, it's different when you get like you trying to get a one on one feud going on and you get a bunch of different people interfering and getting in the way. These guys are all instrumental in the story that they're telling. So. This is interference. I don't mind, and it's all gonna come to um, come around at blood and guts. Uh, so who's gonna be the other two to uh, round out uh, Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz? I mean, oh, do, do we do, do we have uh, anybody in mind here? Well, no, I'm sure they can, you know, fit some guys in there to make it make sense. Maybe so. some New York connection. What about uh, what about low key? What about uh, homicide? What about amazing red? Maybe. Me uh, one on each side, right? What do you mean one on each side? On each team to do blood and guts, you need one more on each team, right? No, you need two on Eddie Kingston's team. I thought it was it a four on four or five on five? I think it was what was it? Was it was it it was four on four, I believe. Yes, yeah, four on four. I think. Okay. All right, so we get one. Right. Now right. we'll leave we'll leave Hager out of it. We'll put Daniel Garcia in there with two point and Jericho. And then you always got room for a mystery uh, uh surprise opponent too. So and maybe we'll just get the Briscoes. Oh man. Make it a five-on-five. Please, five. please sign the Briscoes. Make it a five-on-five, five, bro. Get the Briscoes in there. Fucking please. Can we, can we put this shit behind us, man? Can we get the Briscoes here? Yeah, really. Ten-year-old fucking tweet. People are still fucking up in arms about Give me a break. Unbelievable, man. Anyway, the gun club was backstage. They approached the acclaim with gifts. Gifts. Scissors were in the gift boxes. Wrapped. Nice. They all celebrated. Uh, I didn't really understand what this meant, Jess. Do you have any inside scoop on uh, on Dark about why they uh, are doing the uh, scissor thing that uh, the Acclaim do? Are they, are they now buddy-buddy? No, no. Well, I mean, they get them scissors as a gift because Acclaim likes to, you know, to cut. scissor. Yeah, they like to cut, yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of like that. Chat <laughs> says it's five on five. It's five on five. All right, well, we, we get the briskos. Let's get them in. There we go, man. Meet them boys. 
And well, what is uh, what what is the, what is the uh, what, what is this? What, what does this mean? What do they do? The scissor? Yeah. Well, well, see the acclaim. See, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, let's go into the next segment. <laughs> Everybody loves the everybody loves the acclaim, bro. I don't know the Gun Club and the acclaim. Man. Are you interested in seeing these two teams uh, go at it? I'm interested in seeing anything that the acclaim does. Anything. Listen, um, the Gun Club only wins on dark. They only win on dark, man. So I mean, to see them on TV, I don't think they're getting a push. So to be honest, I don't want to see the match. I want to see the acclaim every week. Every week, I want to see the acclaim on TV. I don't know. I don't know about all that, but as long every as it week, makes sense. Bro. Every week, these guys are must see, man. Must, must, must see. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll move on to the next segment. Everybody's laughing in the chat. Oh, fuck yourself, man. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just just leave it alone, please. Before we you move watch on. South Park. No, I don't watch. I don't want to. I only watch Family Guy. Oh man, raunchy oh. cartoons are not my thing, bro. Only Family Guy. Only what? Didn't? Oh god damn. Varsity Blondes and the House of Black. We got the Varsity Blondes out there with Julia Hart. Her eyeball is becoming a little bit more blackened as the weeks go on, man. Looking good out there. Uh, we got... Yeah, she better be careful, man. There's any, a few oh, more weeks. Be careful. And, a few more weeks and she's going to be uh, having too much black on that face, man. Listen, bro, by the time I set up Thunder Rosa <laughs> to fucking bless you with a taco tray, man, Julia Hart may be transformed and, and you, 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 you may be never on the show again. Julia Hart is a few weeks away from getting canceled by social media, bro. She better watch how much that blackface is spreading. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> Listen, man, don't let Lee Johnson hear you, man. I'll fucking I'll set that up, too. <laughs> fucking guy. He's probably listening right now, man. Listen, go at him. Thinks he's fucking funny with his brand new microphone and his new mixer, man. His new computer. Hey. Thinks, he, thinks he's king shit now over here. Hey, man. Lee Johnson is, is, is all right with me, except the part where he let his, his yeah, his but he is he is up. he all right with you though? Yeah, I, I can't I can't speak for him, man. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm trying to find my seat in the United Center without getting chased down and and stalked by Thunder fucking Rosa, man. I, I smell I smell uh, it reeks of desperation here, bro. Listen, I'm I'm trying. Look, man, my intention is to get in the arena, enjoy myself, and leave without being assaulted. I even asked for help from AEW security. I tweeted at Sam. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't gonna help you, man. No, he's not. He's no. not gonna help you. No, man. I, I don't not. know who I don't know who's gonna help Julia Hart, though. They were in the middle of the ring. Brian Pillman uh is out there. He said he stands humbled after their dealings with the House of Black. He said it resulted in Julia Hart's mind being poisoned. You know, you know, everybody that watches Friday Night SmackDown, man, your minds are poisoned. You 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 know how you feel. So you know exactly how Julia Hart is feeling, man. Just watch Fox at 8 p.m. on Friday night. <laughs> Seriously. Or Monday on USA Network at 8 p.m. Same thing. Uh, I don't watch any of that stuff. Well, I, I thought I thought you said SmackDown's your favorite television show. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. I watch it all the time, bro. Yeah, you, you love uh you love uh Shanky and Jinder Mahal, right? I like the Rainbow NXT version too. That oh, old oh, version man. was terrible. I'll take that over the black and gold any day, man. What are you talking oh, any, about? Any day. The fucking fake druids out there with Joe Gacy, man. Holy shit. I'll give I'll give uh Alistair Black and Ricochet up for that any day of the week, man. Well, I used to turn on that 
that black and gold NXT crap. Every time I turned it on, all you saw was fucking people wrestling. What oh, the man, fuck is what is this midgets. shit? It's indie midgets, man. Fuck out of here with this wrestling. shit. Wrestling. Get the fuck. I mean, come on. God, do I miss Moro Ronaldo, man? Holy shit. <laughs> we need Moro back. So fuck out of here. TK, what are you waiting for, bro? We need Moro back. Why is it this guy with a major company? Anyway. Anyway, uh, House of Black Poison, Julia Hart. He said he watched everything he's ever worked for be, being torn down little by little. He said a quote from John Harbaugh, who was uh, in the crowd, the Baltimore Ravens head coach. Attack each day with enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Harbaugh was in the crowd applauding and he smiled. Apparently, uh, Harbaugh was uh, the best friend of Brian Pillman Sr. Pillman said he lost sight of that quote and got complacent. He said they lost their enthusiasm and that's when the House of Black drove them apart. He yelled enthusiastically again about keeping this group together. He got cheers and called Baltimore great. Let's fight. Then the lights go out. All three members of the House of Black are there. Buddy Matthews, Brody King, and Malachi Black. They made their way to the ring with all their uh, spooky darkness. And we got Pillman and Garrison wanting to fight the House of Black, but they jumped them and beat them up. They cleared them of the ring. Then Black cornered Julia Hart in the corner. She hyperventilated and looked very terrified here. And Buddy led her over to Brian Pillman, I believe, who was on his back in the middle of the ring. No, it was uh, Griff Garrison. I think it was Griff Garrison. Uh, and, and he was down in the middle of the ring. And they handed her, Jesse, a steel chair. And they wanted Julia to blast Griff Garrison with the steel chair. And she did not do it. She, she shied away from it. She, in terror, just put the, the, the chair down very scared about what was about to happen. And they all uh, kind of confronted her about it. And then all of a sudden we got the Lucha Brothers and Pac out there to save the day from uh, this menacing attack that Julia Hart was about to being or was about to uh, be forced into. Now, I don't know about you, man. I was hoping that she would blast Griff Garrison with the steel chair and, and turn dark. But uh, for not, and we have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, I thought we were about to get it. You know, I thought we were getting the payoff. Um, now I'm wondering if it's even gonna happen, man. Well, maybe she caught. Maybe she does it at the pay per view. Maybe TK is waiting for the pay per view. Yeah. What if she double? What if she stays babyface and 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 everybody's assuming the heel turn and she stays? Uh, I don't think that's best for business. I don't think so either. I mean, well, how, how is she gonna be unpoisoned, bro? What's the antidote to Julia Hart's poison here? Just Griff go Garris with it. Griff Garrison's good looks. Just go with it. No. No. Uh, you, why? Why? Why would? Uh, why would that matter? Maybe Lee Johnson saves her. Possibly. What if? What if we get? What if we get Lee Johnson and Julia Hart sucking face every week, just like Tay and Sammy? No. 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 Not interested. I like all four. I would never wish that upon them. That's so bad. So bad. Which, by the way, uh, listen, I, I think Tay and Sammy are great, but uh, it was a uh, pleasant experience without uh, them on the show th tonight. Ugh. Just letting you know. Anyway, l listen, Julia Hart, I think maybe she turns to the pay-per-view. I don't know where they're going with this. I, I mean, it's heading in that direction. I don't know why they would backtrack on it now. Uh, I mean, really, what, what is the antidote here? What is the antidote? Well, the Lucha Brothers and Pac winning, and then she'll, all of a sudden she's cured? Yeah. Yeah, no, they they get they gotta pay this off somehow. But it's just so it's just so it's just seems so obvious that they're getting ready to 
Turner. Like the crowd was waiting for it. And the crowd was like, yeah, do it. Fucking kill him. Listen, all they have to do, (laughs) listen, TK, all you got to do is watch Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton's feud with Alexa Bliss and do the opposite of what they did. Yeah. That's all you got to do. This Baltimore fucking crowd, man. They they got the varsity blondes out there. Just baby face upon baby face, man. This happy guys love the crowd. Their cheerleader is starting to turn on them. She gets a chair in her hand, getting ready to kill him. And Baltimore's like, do it, do it, kill him. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people, they man? They know. I don't know it's if that's good. I don't know like, if that's no. a good or bad thing. It's, it almost made it seem like they didn't give a shit what Brian Pillman was talking about. <laughs> they said, screw this guy. Yeah, fuck this Get guy. him. Get him. Man, they want to see this guy get bashed with a chair, man. It's I think a female presence in the House of Black is uh, is a welcome addition. I think uh, she could play the role very well. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens at Double or Nothing if that is the uh, the time in which the turn happens at Double or Nothing. Uh, Smart Mark Sterling and Jade Cargill were Red Velvet and Kiera Hogan. They were all standing backstage. The baddies were on AEW Dynamite. Shout out to my boy Buddy, who is uh, in the Baltimore, Delaware area. He was at the show tonight. He is a frequent listener of the show. He's come to a couple of my meet and greets as well. He's a swell individual. He was there with his wife, Ashley. His wife, Ashley, actually was invited to be in the Betty section for AEW Rampage. So uh, imagine that. That's awesome. Nice to see good things happen to good people. Shout out to both of them. That is fucking awesome. Uh, Maybe if they make TV. I don't don't know if Jade is doing anything on on Rampage, but uh, she's there. She's there. So uh, we got these uh, We got these four uh, here. Sterling talked about their success lately. Velvet says she's going to win the Owen Hart Cup. Jade said that we'll make two jam- champions in the baddie section. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I'm liking what they're doing here. I think, uh, you know, it, it's funny, Jesse. We, we were uh, talking about Jade's ascent to the top of what she's doing here. Uh, and she's slowly but surely getting better. But I think one of the biggest takeaways here is that the way she carries herself is already kind of bleeding onto Red Velvet and Kiara Hogan, and they really haven't done anything yet. They haven't even gotten in line for a cup of coffee yet, and that's a that's a great thing to see. Jade is winning right yeah, now, bro. Yeah, big time. Jade, Jade, Jade is white hot, and it feels like it's almost pretty much on her own accord. I mean, her, her, her out of ring work, her social media work, you know, her promo work. She comes off as a fucking champion and she commands your attention and she looks like she can whoop some ass and she looks like someone who deserves to have a crew around her. And that's what she has. Um, No notes. Jay Cargill is his, his proven that um, in time, and she has won over the fans of AEW. She deserves every bit of, of, of the push she's getting right now. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I Like yeah. I said, well, like we usually say every week, it, it, the, the, one of the best parts about what we do is to watch somebody grow, mature, and get better and be along with them on this journey. Uh, yes. And that's exactly what we're getting with, uh, with Jade Cargill. It's a beautiful thing to see. So I already sense it. I see it. I feel it that uh, her influence and her status in the company is already uh, making Red Velvet and Kara Hogan stand out, and whoever else is going to end up joining this baddie group. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a great thing, and it just shows you how uh, how far along Jade Cargill has come. It is. It is. Um, Kara Hogan was floundering on Dark. Uh, they've had nothing interesting for, for Red Velvet to do 
um since the 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 Cody Brandy stuff to be honest and yep. um now I mean yeah I, I'm with you this they they are benefiting from the Jade rub yeah and 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 just being on TV next to her makes them look more important yes so now at first it was we have this title on someone who has no credibility what is the purpose of this then the title became more credible because of the way she was winning and the way she was starting to, de to develop. Now she's getting other talent over. Jay Cargill is winning right now. Everything it, it, it seems that the investment is paying off already for it. She's only going to get better. She's only going to get better. Yeah. We just need some competition for her and that title. And then uh, we'll, uh, we'll be good to go. Yeah. But uh, moving on with the show, we got Ray Phoenix and Dante Martin. This was an Owen Hart cup qualifier. This is uh Something I was looking forward to because of the two styles here, two high flyers. Uh, Dante is excellent, and Ray Phoenix, you guys know, probably the best luchador in the entire world. Uh, this was great to have Phoenix back here. He looks uh, great. Hasn't lost a step at all. Phoenix landed a rope run dive early in the match. Got me saying, Jesus Christ, this guy doesn't know when to slow it down. Uh, he just came back from a devastating elbow injury, arm injury. Could have broke his arm. This guy's out there fucking running the ropes and flying all over the place right in his first match back. Uh, Dante came back with the Tope Suicida. Phoenix hit an inverted springboard Spanish fly for two. Dante returned with some kicks and a top rope crossbody for a cover of his own. Got a two count. And then we got a gut wrench uh, suplex for a two. Phoenix cradled Dante with a hurricanrana. Then they were fighting for position on the apron at one point. Phoenix eventually popped Dante up into a cutter, which looked great for a near fall. Dante countered a driver into a cradle before landing a thrust kick. He then climbed the ropes, but was uh, stopped by Phoenix, who went for a Spanish fly again off the top rope. And both men off the top rope, mid-Spanish fly, landed on their feet. They stood Amazing. there, and they took the crowd ovation as a holy shit moment. Phoenix looked at Dante. Dante looked at Phoenix. Dante hit a poison rana, went for a nosedive, but uh, got a double jump moonsault. Phoenix avoided it. Phoenix got Dante in position for a fire thunder driver, and that was enough for the win. It was quick. It was fast-paced. It was all over the place. It was the perfect amount of time, and the right guy won, Jesse. Phoenix is in the Owen Hart Cup, and uh, I think that was a great way to end the qualifiers. That was so good. That was so good. About halfway through it, I'm just watching these guys um, just just bust out these innovative spots and everything like that. I think I even text you like, what the fuck? What am mm -hmm. I looking at right now, man? This yep. is fucking great. This is a TV match. It's when I saw the names on paper, you know, to be in the match, I didn't, it, it didn't dawn on me that we're looking at Ray Phoenix, you know, versus Dante Martin. It, it, it just didn't dawn on me until they stood in the ring. I'm like, holy shit, this is Ray Phoenix versus Dante Martin. And yeah. sure as shit, they made something of it. You know, they actually did something with it, and it was amazing. I love it. I want to see these guys work some more. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix is going to have a uh, standout, or he's going to be a standout in the tournament, and I'm looking forward to uh, what he brings to the table in that match with Kyle O'Reilly. That is definitely two different clashes of styles there in the first round. Thunder Rosa walked out onto the stage with a microphone in hand, ready to address the crowd. Cuts a promo here. She is your AEW Women's Champion. She said, her life is full of successes and failures. She said one success is becoming the AEW Women's World Champion. She said she fought hard to win the title in Texas. Fan, a fan, or a group of fans shouted, I love you. 
in the crowd, and she said it right back to them. She said she wanted to present, or represent rather, and elevate the women's uh, division in women's wrestling, but has come to be a foundation for the division of AEW. She says she can say with confidence that she is the top competitor in the division. Uh, rightfully so, she's the champion. That's what a championship uh, should do to somebody. So she says she's the top in the division, and she wants to wrestle the top challenges with the most experience. She said that brings her to another story. She said before she was Thunder Rosa, she drove for eight hours on the West Coast to see one wrestler. She said that wrestler inspired her to become the best version of herself possible. She called out this woman, and coincidentally, she is the number one contender for the AW Women's Championship, and out comes Serena Deeb. She walks out to the stage, and Deeb has a microphone. She says she truly believes that they could make the best women's division in the world here in AEW. Rosa said she totally agrees. Deeb said for that to happen, though, the best woman's wrestler in the world needs to be champion. She eyed Rosa, and she looked at the title. Rosa said that she is the best in the world and in the division because she has the title. Deeb said, well, you are the champion, which suggests she is the best. She said everyone knows but doesn't want to see that she, Deeb, is on another level. Deeb said it's time that she has the belt to show that. Rosa says they can bet on that. And Deeb said she'd place a bet that Rosa is about to have the shortest women's title reign in AEW history. She said at double or nothing, she's taking her championship. And Rosa, in retaliation, held up the belt and showed it off to Serena Deeb. Um, this was, as far as a setup for what is happening at double or nothing, Jesse, this was perfect, number one. Number two, uh, it was great to see Thunder Rosa finally get some microphone time uh, live in front of the audience. Uh, I know some people think that she might not be a good promo, uh, maybe because of the way she speaks or, or her cadence or whatever. Uh, I find it to be genuine. Every time she's out there, she's got this genuineness to her uh, ab about her, and that's the reason why fans love her so much. She's not hiding behind anything. She's not fucking speaking out there as if she's memorizing a script. She goes out there, and she's literally yeah. pouring her heart out there because that's who she is. Serena Deeb, on the other hand, um, not known for her promo work. I thought she held herself very well here. The only thing is, before we got into the the backstory here, Jesse, I, I would have loved to see Tony Khan maybe set up something where we get a, a legit contract signing for these two women because I don't think the women's division has really had a contract signing for a match of this magnitude. This is going to be a fantastic match, and this is a big match for Thunder Rose's title reign. They should have had a, a contract signing here and then give these women enough time to really tell that backstory about why Rosa looks at Deeb as an influence and why Deeb thinks she's the best in the world and really sell it on a contract signing instead of just having these two women out there and make the match out of, out of thin air. Yeah, um, I can see where a contract signing would, would fit in here, but they can't do the contract signing. They're already doing one with Wardlow and that is true. MJF. Yes. Um, so we don't want to, you know, oversaturate that. And that feud, I can see that feud needing it more because we're talking about yes. getting uh, uh, yeah, Wardlow yeah, signed uh, to the company. contract. He's with uh, he's yes. MJF's contract. Yes, I guess. Yes, absolutely. So um, I thought that it, it, it felt like that that uh rosa was a little um i don't want to say nervous but it seemed like that she was trying to get her, her her promo out and then the crowd was like you know 
getting behind her and giving her her admiration and everything and it was getting to her you know she was almost kind of like breaking character a little bit it, it, it's, it's like she was a little bit unrelaxed um because i've seen her promo work and she's normally a little bit more passionate about it because she's it seems like she's more comfortable in the environment but nonetheless the message came through yeah and 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 the matches i'm i'm already looking forward to the match i i, I already know that this is the kind of match that you know that that she wanted and 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 Serena Deeb is gonna 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 give her just that. I, I cannot wait to see what they do actually in the ring together. Um, I'm hoping we get a series out of this because the the fact that we get this series with Sheeta and 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 Deeb and how well that went, you know, I can't wait to see what her and Thunder Rosa can do together. Yeah, the the one thing that this is going to need, and, and I don't want this to be a situation where Rosa and Britt Baker, before before Thunder Rosa won the championship, their, their match at the pay-per-view, their match at Revolution, uh, I don't want it to mirror that because I vividly remember that when we got the match, it was the match that we wanted, and the crowd obviously was into it going into the, the pay-per-view, but when we got to the pay-per-view, it, it seemed like it didn't have enough heat. And yeah. I, don't, I don't want that to be the same mistake that Tony Khan and AEW make with Rosa and Deep. If you, if you remember, Jesse, when Serena Deeb, uh, you know, trashed that trophy that Sheeta was going to win 50 matches, be the first woman uh, to win 50 matches, the heat that Serena Deeb got by breaking that trophy, the crowd yes. booing her, that's the level of heat that we need that's what we from need. Deeb on Thunder Rosa to really get the crowd invested in the story that they're telling. If they go into this and there's a, a common level of respect here yes. and, and then there's not enough heat, the match at the that. pay-per-view is not going to be as good as it is because that crowd needs to be at an energy to give back to those women for the match to be as good as it's going to be. Otherwise, it's going to fail. One no, one one thousand percent agree. The reason that I got so invested into the 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 Sheeta feud is because of how Deeb came off when she trashed that fucking trophy. Yes. Like you are, I mean, let me tell you something, bitch. You didn't get past me yet, and so I don't know why they fucking brought this trophy out here, but this shit ain't happening. So. Kind of like that, you know. I mean, I, I want to see that deed get out there and piss her off and piss off Thunder Rosa and have her go out there and coming after her like she did with Britt Baker. You know, I mean, it's Thunder Rosa pissed off best Thunder Rosa. D being a total fucking asshole and trashing your fucking trophy, best deed. We need those two together in a match. Yeah, yeah. We we need something to happen here. You got four weeks to do it. Hopefully. They have uh, something going on there. Tony Khan's got an idea. Maybe Thunder Rosa's got an idea. Deeb's got an idea. Something, something to generate that level of heat going into the pay per view. Otherwise, it's not. Go- it, it could be a great match, but the oh, crowd, yeah. the crowd is a major portion of why a match is so great. If there is no crowd reaction and, and it's dull, like a, like what we saw tonight with Mercedes Martinez and Deanna Perrazzo, it's not going to be as good as I know it's going to be. Yeah, but and yeah, I, I, it's not going to be as good as it could be. Yeah, but if you just threw them in the ring cold with nothing behind it, they'll still make the match interesting. And they're going to have something behind it. So we're going to get something we're going to enjoy. But yeah, it would have been better with 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 that Deeb and, and that Thunder Rosa who, I mean, that that I'm going to kill you, bitch, Thunder Rosa is what we need, you know? And and when you could you could see the the the, the anger in Deeb's face when they brought that fucking trophy out. And he said, what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on here? That That's what we need. Yeah, that's what we need right there. I don't know what it's going to take, but uh, that's what needs to be going into the pay-per-view. Um, the, the reason why I said this is because it's a perfect segue into what we got in the main event. This main event was was bad. 
I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just the, the, the fans not giving a shit. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, Mercedes Martinez uh, being a great in-ring performer, but there's no investment from the crowd on her end. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo is uh, heralded as one of the best female professional wrestlers in the world. Everybody's so high on Deanna Perrazzo, but we got no reaction from anybody in Baltimore tonight about either of these women. And Jesse, it's sad because Tony Khan went to the lengths of making a Ring of Honor interim champion in the absence of Deanna Perrazzo at Supercard of Honor. When that show happened, she couldn't make it because she had impact obligations. And the fact that we had a unification match here between two Ring of Honor women's champions, and this is the crowd reaction that we got. I mean, I love Deanna. I think she's great. I think Mercedes is great. But this shit sucked, bro. This was fun. This was not a main event match by any stretch of the imagination, just based on what we got and the time that they were given, man. It was almost yeah. it was almost rushed to a point where it didn't even matter. Yeah, I, I see I see where TK's going um with this, you know, putting ROH, you know, in the forefront on on um dynamite. Um I see why he's doing it. I don't necessarily agree with it. I think these are matches that would be fantastic matches on an ROH show. Yeah. Because when I'm looking at an AEW Dynamite main event, I want to see my world champion. I want to see my women's champion. I want to see my tag champions. I want to see my TV champion. I want to see another big spot going on somewhere. I don't want to see some ROH stuff when we have so many big things going on in the company. I would rather see someone with a title or a big announcement or what have you, this did not interest me as an AEW fan. Now, if I were to turn on an ROH show and this was on the show in the main event, I would be sitting there and enjoying it because I'm watching now an ROH storyline, an ROH show. I mean, I think it was the wrong spot to have that match. That's all. There was no heat behind it. Exactly what I talked about with Deeb and Thunder Rosa and what I want them to absolutely avoid. There's no heat. There's no story. There's no investment here. Who gives a shit about Deanna Perrazzo being the Ring of Honor Women's Champion when she hasn't defended the fucking thing since they went out of business and Tony Khan bought the company? Who gives a shit about Mercedes Martinez? She hasn't been on TV since she's won the title. Yeah. That was WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Why is this on the show? Everybody's like, oh, the, the women are getting a main event. No, it's dead. It's a yeah. dead title. It's a dead feud. It's a dead concept. There, there, there should have been no unification match. Yeah. If if he's if, if the plan here is to try to get the exposure and then get an ROH show, I mean, I think that can be done in promos, backstage segments, get us interested in some feuds, and then tell us, hey, if you want to see them actually have this match, you know, come together, tune in to ROH, you know. Or maybe even a rampage, you know, or something like that. But I think dynamite should be preserved for the storylines that you're trying to use to sell a pay-per-view or sell Forbidden Door. They should be working on Forbidden Door coming up soon here, too. Um, that just seems like a like a very precious spot that these women didn't need tonight. Yeah. I mean, you 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 just said it right there. What do you do with these women then if you if you're not gonna put them on dynamite? This could have easily been on the Forbidden Door card. This is, yeah. this is if you want to think about it, this is a Forbidden Door match. It's Impact and AEW. Forbidden Door. Why isn't this not on the Forbidden Door pay-per-view? You want to, everybody's complaining that there's not going to be any women's representation because it's going to be AEW versus New Japan, but here you go. Meanwhile, we got this match in all of its shitty glory 
with no crowd reaction, nine minutes for a unification match, and it was dull. Yeah. I don't think I don't think this pay-per-view is gonna be limited to AEW versus New Japan. I think it's just forbidden door. And I think we see a lot of ROH, um, um, maybe even Impact. I think I think we see a slew of just people from other companies. Forbidden Door is just that. Um, I think it's spearheaded by AEW and New Japan. But I'm hoping we're just not stuck with only New Japan versus AEW matches, making it like a fucking Survivor Series type deal. I don't want to see that. I want to see a mixture of everything they have forbidden store, forbidden door wise going on. Bro, listen, don't tell Alfred Konua that, bro. No, he may no, not like no, you, man. He already has a. He, I, I'm, I'm sure I gotta ask East if, East if he if he hates me because I've been blasting him on social media. Everybody, but, I mean, he you. deserves it, man. He's a fucking half-witted idiot. <laughs> and you wonder well, why? It's not gonna you. sell out. It's it's gonna be predominantly male. There's not gonna be any female females in the women's bathroom because there's gonna be not 100 male in that arena. Oh he my god, boo hoo! Yeah, he said that. What's that got to do with anything? Any wrestling show is predominantly male. It's not going to grow your audience because it's in the United Center. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm Christ. sorry. Selling out 16,000 people in the fucking United Center where, where Brian Danielson and Kazuchika Okada may be in the fucking main event. Oh, my God, man. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Uh, or Punk's going to walk into the fucking uh, pay-per-view as world champion. Oh, my God. I don't want to see that. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who... I don't know who Bruce Wayne's butler is, but yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like he has an agenda right there, man. He does but, have an agenda. He tweets out the Fast Nationals every fucking time uh, AEW is uh, shitting the bed on Friday. And when yeah, they actually have be. a good week, he doesn't do anything. It's got to be because that, 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 that does not seem very uh, unbiased at all. Bro, he <laughs> at made all. a video on his YouTube channel about the five best anti-AEW Twitter accounts. Ah, yes. Okay, so we have a shield. All right, yeah. well, it, it is what it is. I mean, that's his thing, man. That's his thing. That's <laughs> his thing. Got a no, fuck, he's, got the, he's got the fucking, uh, the IQ of a, of an empty box of crayons, Alfred. Believe me, man, I I, I know my city, and and there's a lot of New Japan marks here. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of New Japan pro wrestling marks Bro, here in Chicago. Bro, are you serious? They sold out the United Center on a fucking hope and a prayer that CM Punk was going to show up. You mean to tell me that with a full blown fucking build for New Japan versus AEW, it's not going <laughs> to sell out? <laughs> I don't know why he said that, man. That makes no fucking Bro, sense. Bro, I'm, I'm, I screenshotted the tweet, man. I swear to God, I'm putting it up in the office. I'm going to get it framed. That's that how makes- fucking retarded it sounded. Dude, brokers are already selling um, their their tickets online right now. You can go on and buy your tickets from a broker right now, and they'll, and they'll secure them for you. Brokers alone look like they're going to buy up this fucking venue. They can't wait. It is done. It, it is going to sell out in minutes, man. Yes. That's Okada dollars will be flying from the ceiling, and we may get a fucking uh, universal 12-star classic if Brian and Okada are in the ring together. Yes, I'm, I don't want to see it happen. Anyway, no, not at all. anyway, what happened tonight with this uh, this uh, women's championship match? Martinez, uh, they went to a quick commercial break right at the top, and Martinez speared Perrazzo on the apron. They traded forearms in the center of the ring. Martinez did some clotheslines, a back suplex, uh, some corner boots to Perrazzo for a two-count. Perrazzo came back with a moonsault press. Martinez escaped a pile driver, hit a running knee. Fisherman Buster for a two-count. Perrazzo hit an exploded suplex for a near fall of her own. They traded cradles back and forth, and that led to a double down of clotheslines. 
Martinez hit a Samoan driver, a curb stomp before the Romero special into the Dragon Sleeper, and Perrazzo tapped out in about nine minutes. If it sounds as unmemorable as I made it sound, it's because it was. And this match was a complete waste of my time. And I love Deanna Perrazzo and Mercedes Martinez is great. She was at Hog and she did excellent, but uh, this shit shit the bed. Yeah, I I, I think these women were put in a very unfair spot. I really do. Um, It seemed like this match could have opened the show or been somewhere in the middle and we wouldn't be talking about it any more than we needed to. No. It was just, it was definitely put in the wrong spot on the wrong show. Yeah. That's all. I think that's all we got, bro. That's your dynamite coverage, people. All right. Yeah, Thunder Rosa siding in the chat. We got Osakui uh, with a $500 bomb tonight. What a night. Man. What a night, man. What a night. Thank you guys so much for joining us on your Wednesday nights, man. We're going to go over the Super Chats in just a second. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on social media. I'm JD from NY206. That is uh, Chi-Town Smart. There you see our ads on the screen that you are currently watching. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Hit that thumbs up, man. We need uh, a little bit more than 100 likes for 1,000. Can we do that? Come on. Come on, people. If you guys are in the chat and have not hit the thumbs up, make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. It helps me out. Uh, New members, thank you so much. Continue to hit that join button down below and become a VIP right back here with me on Off The Script. You guys get to sit VIP with those badges and your emotes in the chat. And also, go make uh, go make sure you check out all the other videos on the channel. There's plenty of it. There was an extra yesterday, Monday Night Raw. We did some gaming last night uh, in replace of NXT because NXT is a complete dumpster fire of a show. And I had a decent time on Tuesday night gaming for you guys with some WW2K22. Also, I will be live on Friday with SmackDown and Rampage. I will be uh, attempting to watch Rampage at 5.30, but I'd much rather be playing Destiny in my afternoon before dinner time. but uh, I'll see what happens. But I'll be live at uh, 10.20 p.m. on Friday night, so make sure you guys join me after SmackDown live on Off The Scripts. Where should they go if they want to see the review for Rampage? You watch me. You're not covering Rampage. I will. Uh, well, if I watch Rampage, I'll be covering Rampage. But you're not covering Rampage. No, you know you're going to do the live reactions to Rampage. I'm so you go watch Jesse. Watch- what? I'm not doing a watch along. What are you doing? You're doing a full full blown review. Yeah, a Rampage. Uh, yeah. Okay, well then go listen to him. You said you weren't doing it. Now, now you can't do it. Okay. Now you now you can't leave. Your opinion may be different than mine, clown. Well, I mean. Different by better. Listen, sure. bro. You, listen, shut your mouth, bro. Listen, oh. every time you open your mouth and you say something I don't like, man, you're gonna see the uh, the, the picture of this woman here, right here. Oh God, dude. You know what she did to Lagreca, bro? Don't get me started, okay? That guy did nothing wrong, man. This woman was in his fucking office tying him up. She was in bed with his wife eating tacos and dinner, man. Fucking assaulting battery. The guy's trying to do a podcast. She comes and kills the guy. This guy got dragged out of his own bed, bro. And and his wife made her dinner and not him. Can you imagine what she's going to do to you? She smashed cake in his face at the mall. Yes. Do you know how demasculating it is to have cake shoved in your face at the mall? I, who's in a mall nowadays? You, you go to the mall? I haven't been in a mall in fucking God knows uh, how long. Jeez. 
Anyway, let's get into the Super Chats. Uh, we're going to start at the top as soon as I get myself situated here. Hold on. Let me refresh my page. We got first one of the night, Ryan Heisler with a 499 Super Chat. My hometown of Maryland was on fire tonight. JD, you got to do the Guinness Brewery in Maryland someday. You are the pinnacle of the IWC. Cheers, man. Uh, I will be planning a trip there at some point this year, I think, Ryan, to visit the Guinness Brewery. I, I, I was told that I have to because Guinness is my thing, and they have Guinness that I've never tried before. Michelle Moran with a $2 Super Chat. Paige didn't act heelish. He only spoke the truth. We talked about that twice. Michelle, I think we both agree with you about Paige not being heel. It, it was just Paige being a world champion. Yep. Joseph Taylor with a $2 Super Chat. Ray Phoenix, future TNT champion. I could see it, but not right now. Yeah. Also, Joseph Taylor with a $5 Super Chat. The Jokers for both tournaments, Antonio Cesaro and Ember Moon. I think you are correct. We talked about that tonight. And Joseph Taylor with another $5 Super Chat. Vince McMahon said the reason he fired Deanna Peraza was because she was not ready for TV. Half of the people that are on Monday, Omos is not ready for TV. Dana Brooke is not ready for TV. Tamina is not ready for TV. The fuck he, what is he talking about? She's not ready for TV on WWE TV. Is she a great professional wrestler? Yes, WWE isn't looking for for professional wrestlers. They want everybody to wrestle like Aaliyah and Shotzi. One minute. Fuck out of here. Now he knows people that are not ready for TV. Now he knows. Yeah. Yeah. If Omos is on TV, Deanna Peraza is ready for TV. Jay Patterson with a $5 Super Chat. If it's five in Jericho's crew and three in Kingston's, my opinion, I think Kingston should get Homicide and Hernandez for one night for Blood and Guts. I'm not interested no. in Homicide or Hernandez, man. They're old. No. No. They're not old. Excited. The Briscoes. The Briscoes. Gotta be. Get the Briscoes involved there, and then have the Briscoes feud with Santana Ortiz. Boom. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping that that TK is making the moves, you know, pulling the strings, doing what he has to do to get the Briscoes in, and then just surprise the fuck out of us with them. Yeah. I hope so. Hope so. Uh, Michelle Moran with a two dollar super chat. Darby versus Jeff going to be a banger match. Yes, it is. It's going to be a match that really starts the tournament off and makes it truly memorable. D. Bastardo with a $5 super chat. The E gives raises so they can fire you for budget cuts. My boy was on the cut list. Someone saved him from it. Then they gave him a raise. What a joke. Uh, I could see that being the case, uh, Bastardo. But uh, WWE also fires NXT talent out of spite because they were Triple H's talent. Keep that in mind as well. Dexter Loomis, Triple H talent. Uh, who else was on that list? Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. Uh, and 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 fucking. I mean, I I don't I don't get it. Parker Boudreaux and Dexter Loomis are up there with most up there with one of the most baffling releases. Some of the most baffling releases I've ever seen. I hope Par- just, I, I hope Parker Boudreaux if he wants to be a pro wrestler still. I hope he fucking kills it. I do. Yeah, it, it's it's just weird in how much stock they put into them. And and told us how great they were gonna be, and then said, "Ah, we were wrong. Sorry, oops, fuck it." You know, carrying Cross, dude. They put a lot of resources into Cross and Scarlet. A lot. I mean, even if, if even if Vince wasn't on board at the time or wasn't running NXT at the time, 
Vince signs the paychecks, man. He put, he, I mean, he funds everything. So Vince invested a lot of money in the carrying cross just to dump it. Yeah, he dumped him because he was the Triple H guy. Triple H uh, made that entire act. Just dump it. Uh, Best Auto, thank you so much, bro. Tony Brown with a $9.99 and a $4.99. He says, Thunder Booty Meat and Good Show, JD and Jesse. Thank you, Tony Brown. We always love Thunder Rosa. Always love Thunder Rosa on this channel. If she's still if she's still here, I'm sure no. she's happy. She no. she loves showing off her booty meat, man. Well, I mean, can you blame her? No, no. You got it? You want to show it off? Show it off. There you go. If she has her uh, adoring fans wanting to pay to see it, God bless yeah. her. God bless her. There you go. Drizzy Drew with a 499 Super Chat and a 199 Super Chat. JD, Jesse, can you guys explain to the IWC the difference between an arcade-style game and a uh, arcade-style game? And a full simulation. It's like the IWC never sniffed a PlayStation 2 before. Arcade game is NBA Jam. Simulation is NBA Live. A simulation. Arcade is NFL Street. And simulation is Madden. There you go. Uh, Simulation is uh, MLB The Show. Arcade is Ken Griffey Jr.'s Baseball. Remember that for the Super Nintendo. Or the Bigs. Remember the Bigs and the Bigs 2? Yeah. That was fucking awesome. Or when it's- EA had fucking uh, ML- the MLB series. I mean, I had uh, I was yeah. uh, I played as the Braves and Ryan Klusko had like 98 home runs, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was I'm, I'm a I'm a big fan of the arcade games. I'm not a fan of of the um, of the simulators anymore. No, me neither. So if you if you brought out an NBA Jam or NFL Street on PlayStation Five, I'll be the first person in line to get it. These First. people, these people clearly haven't played any of the Nintendo 64 versions of uh, NWO versus WCW or the WWF yes. games. They have. Oh man! Yeah. You guys NFL are in for a rude fucking awakening, man. If you think what Ooh. you saw in this fucking 30 second clip was blocky and fucking lame, look at the movement in WWE 2K, man. They look like they're fucking stiff cardboard boxes. Yeah. The the the, the ultimate difference in the two. One's a, one's a video game and one's a simulator. So uh, Madden is no more fun for me. You have to know the secondary packages. You have to know the defense. You got to be able to read the coverage to play Madden. I just want to hit X and throw the fucking football downfield yeah. and catch it. You know, that's all I want to do, man. Yeah. And if it looks a little cartoonish to you, I like that. Yes. Everybody's, you know, I'm a big Call of Duty guy. Everybody's like, well, JD, why don't you like Modern Warfare 2019? Because... It fucking sucked. It was too realistic. I like the Black Ops color style. I like the Black Ops colorful, different maps and cartoonish shit. I enjoy yes. that. I don't need everything to be as close to a fucking real-life replica. Yeah. You know? I don't need You're guns sounding like they usually sound in real life. I don't give a shit. I just want to pick up a fucking gun, drop my 40 kills, and collect my 30 tags. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. Dude. I want to have fun. I don't want to sit and strategize and have to figure it. I had a friend a long fucking time ago. He had a fucking legal pad and he had pages of fucking play options and audibles and defense coverages to play fucking Madden. Yeah. And bro, you look like a fucking assistant coach out here. Yeah. It's supposed to be a video game. I don't know. So, uh, Drizzy, hopefully we uh, we answered your question. Uh, they brought back 2019 lighting. TK listens, man. Uh, yeah, yeah I saw that it, it was it was uh, it was nice. I yeah. actually enjoyed it tonight more so than the darkened uh, arena that we usually get for sure. Yeah, I like it. Joseph Taylor with a two dollar super chat. Rest in peace, Jesse. Cause of death: five Thunder drivers. 
That's not all he's going to get. Reverend Davey Thompson with a $5 super chat. Jesse, why don't you like sour cream? Who said I didn't like sour cream? You did. When? Every time you blast tacos. I don't like sour cream on my tacos. So when do you have sour cream? When the meal is appropriate for sour cream. What other meal has sour cream? Because I could tell you flat out, I don't use sour cream for anything else but Mexican. You don't know how to cook, do you, man? What am I using sour cream for, bro? Bruh. Bro, we got to have a talk. You don't know how to cook, do you, man? I, I certainly know how to cook. What are you talking about? You can make all kinds of shit with sour sauces. I mean, they, they, bro. Like you what? Cook? Man. Like what? How about, how about a creamy chicken Alfredo, bro? All right. How, how do you know I don't use mayonnaise instead of fucking sour cream for that? <laughs> oh my god this guy is ridiculous man look at it baked potato burritos yes pico de gallo sure crema but i love sour yes cream, baked potato bro. and sour cream goes well uh, hand in hand yes i mean i haven't had a baked potato in forever but yes bro just because i don't want them that's like saying oh you don't you don't, what you don't you don't like pineapple Fruit salad. To each his own. Fruit salad and sour cream. Loaded nachos. Oh, yes, that's Mexican. Sure, that's Mexican. You don't know how to cook with sour cream outside of Mexican food? For real? Like, legit? Seriously? No, bro. I I I don't make those types of dishes, man. Well, you know what would be a nice way to get introduced to things like that? Um, Hello Fresh. Yes, Dead I serious. am very familiar with HelloFresh, man. It was a pandemic favorite. It's it's actually pretty damn good. Okay, for I know, know I, this, and I know you got those recipes with the sour cream and the fucking. Yeah. Uh, I know, man. I, I know all about it. Yeah, man. They give you all the ingredients, the instructions, and I know you, all that. you do, do a few meals, you know, that they give you, but then take what they give you and apply it to what you normally cook. Yes, so it's kind of cool. Yes, I saved all those recipe cards as well. I got them uh, in alphabetical order in the kitchen. Me too. I, yeah, I keep all that shit, man. For sure. Uh, what do we got here? We got uh, Reverend David Thompson. Thank you so much. Osaki, thank you so much. Well, the $500 super chat. We're going to read it again because uh, it is a $500 bomb. And Osaki is a fucking... Uh, basically, right now, the owner of the fucking venue. Uh, episode... Read, read this shit three, four times over, man. First episode of OTS that I have ever listened to you spoke about your grandfather. How much he meant to you. How much you miss him? My dad just passed away. Thoughts and prayers to Osaki, man. Everybody throw up the prayer emojis for Osaki. Right there. Yes. How much yes. you miss him? My dad just passed away. I need I needed to hear every word of what you were sharing that day because it was real. Honest. Beyond just wrestling people, XY, I drop bombs. That's why. Happy heavenly birthday to you, Grandpa, brother. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you so much. And like I said, when, uh, when we make it out to the West Coast, man, hopefully you are around and... We're taking you out, man. Full-blown OTS. Meal, wine, cold beverages, you name it, man. Big Stace with a $10 super chat. If you look at the next couple of weeks, you can predict the pay-per-view. FTR versus uh, Jurassic Express. Young Bucks versus Hardy's definitely happening. I can see that. Yeah. I could absolutely see that. 
Uh, JT Golden with a 199 Super Chat. Can't believe Keith Lee is not in the tournament. I, I was under the impression that he was, man. I, I feel like a fool now. But uh, it's easy to get lost with all these qualifying matches, man. Well, Lee is um, Keith and Swerve are, 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 you know, building, their, building their thing up. Yep. I'm, I'm happy to see that they got something going for him, and he's not just lost in the shuffle. Yep. Um, they put him with another talented guy. I want to see how they make that dynamic work out. I think they can do it. I want to see what they do to make it work. And um, Keith Lee's in a good spot, man. It'll yeah. be all right. Everybody can't be in the tournament. It's all good. Big Stakes, thank you for becoming a member of the VIP club, man. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, JT Golden, thank you so much. Francis Loop with a 5 and a 10. Test, just to see if this works. Sending Super Chats is a hit or miss with me. Sometimes I type up a message, and then when I hit send, it disappears. And then he sent another $10 Super Chat. No, I would not do a mixed tag team match with Jungle Boy, Anna J versus Sammy, and Tay Conti. The story is with the women, and they need to shine on their own in their own feud. Sammy and Jungle Boy have nothing to do with each other. Jungle Boy oh. needs to focus on his tag team work. I like Red Velvet as a heel and in a tag team. This team may cause Tay to turn on Anna starting that feud. That that's where Anna that, that's where Tay Conti needs to be. She needs to take this heel dynamic that she's built with Sammy and get the hell away from Sammy and go turn on Anna J and they can feud. Yeah. And let Sammy go be a heel doing Sammy things. Let them continue to be heels, but seriously, this this shit that they're doing is, is legitimately changed the channel shit, man. It is it's not working me. I'm not being worked from the heels. It is it is completely unattractive. Taze Mazo with a six-month membership. Thank you so much for the recommitment to the VIP club, bro. Any thoughts on Joker and the Owen Hart tournament? We talked about it, man. We're both going with Claudio, a.k.a. Cesaro. Yes. Uh, Omega Kong with a $20 super chat to reflect on what Olsuqui says. It's tragic when we lose a pillar of our families. I lost my aunt in January, and guys, I'm still grieving. But OTS helps me heal. I truly got love for all of you. OTS for life. Uh, Omega Kong, awesome. that, that, that hits me in the heart, bro, because my grandpa died in 2014 on February 3rd, and it's 2022, May 4th. Today, he'd be 95 years old if he was still with us. And my mom has still not gotten over her father passing away. Let's and I see about it. I see it and hear it every day, man. It's tough. Let's get some more prayer emojis in the chat. More prayer emojis for Omega Khan losing his aunt in January, man. Uh, Francis Loop with another uh, 10, 10, and 10. If Brit Trio is breaking up and Jamie Hader is turning babyface, this may start in the tournament. Jamie would need to be built up organically. And she would be the legit one to dethrone Jade Cargill. Would you rather see Julia Hart in the House of Black or Dark Crazy NXT Nikki Cross? Remember, Nikki was the witness to Alice's attack in the parking lot, so they have a history. Yeah, my texts work. Okay, Deanna Perrazzo, Mercedes Martinez, Dakota Kai, Athena, four pillars of the Ring of Honor women's division, Anna Jay versus Tay Conti in the Texas Deathmatch, Jade versus Jamie Hayter. Gotta go, good night. You, you notice that they I'll, I'll let you I'll let you a answer his super chat first uh would I rather see Julia Hart in the House of Black or crazy NXT Nikki Cross I'm going with House of Black bro for now yeah she shouldn't be solo she's only 20 years old I think she can learn a lot by being with those three guys uh yes. and uh Jake Cargill versus Jamie Hayter I could see it I could absolutely see it I like how well I'm I don't know if I like how but has anyone noticed how the same way that they strayed away from 
the teases of of Christian Cage turning heel, they got away from the the tension between Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Yeah, it looked like they were getting ready to be separated at one point. Yeah, but now they're back to BFFs again. For now, for now. I mean, I'm sure it's coming, but it looked like they definitely changed direction because it looked like it was coming. They were already starting to have issues, but. Uh, but uh, but I like how you know they teased it. They didn't commit to it. They didn't tell us it was gonna happen. But you know they definitely told us that this could be happening. Uh, not yet. So now when they do it, they can come back to the stuff that they started to tease with and, and, and incorporate it in you know long term booking. Yeah. Guys, we need uh, we need fifty two likes for a thousand, man. So if anybody's in the chat and has not hit the thumbs up, please hit that thumbs up. Uh, Tommy Brannigan with a five dollar super chat. Sorry to hear about your grandfather, JD. Hope he is resting in peace and watching. What an awesome job you do, OTS for life. Thank you, Tommy. I appreciate that, brother. Bory got skills, my boy Bory. Fifty dollar super chat. Happy birthday, Nano up in heaven. Stay blessed, brother. You too, bro. Hopefully, all is well with you and yours, man. Oz and Glorious with a five dollar super chat. All the love for Thunder Rosa, always. Thunder Rosa popping into the chat, man. Omega Kong with a 10 in Super Chat. In honor of Thunder Rosa in OTS, name three dream opponents for Rosa. Any promotion as long as the opponent is alive. Uh, Sasha Banks, number one. Io Shirai, number two. And I'd probably... I'd probably go Bailey. For Thunder Rosa? Yeah. Um, gotta be alive. Yeah, I like EO. Yeah. I like EO, man. For sure. Um, easy, Sasha. Sasha, Bailey. Um, but EO, EO is the one for me for, for Thunder Rosa. Yeah, that'd be great. And who knows, we may end up getting that because I don't think EO is going to be there that much longer either. See, it, man. Don't tease me, man. But it, but it feels like if she leaves, she's gonna go to stardom. I will see. We'll see. She's she's way she's way too popular for her to not be uh, you know on Tony Khan's radar. She you know, want to go join her join her girl, man. Yeah. Uh, Phil with a nine ninety nine super chat. I think Martinez is a great choice for the undisputed Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Even though I love Perazzo, it sets the standard bearer for the division. Tony's going Ring of Honor, doing Ring of Honor right in my eyes. OTS for life. Uh, I, I do agree with you, Phil, but uh, the match did not need to happen tonight. No. No. The guy with the animals with a $5 super jet. I've tried Bullet and Knob Creek, and my girl and I prefer Bullet. Knob Creek was good, though. Any other suggestions? They're both good. Um, Bullet is more of a drinkable whiskey. Yeah. It's... Um, Knob Creek I prefer in my old-fashioned because it's... It's got the right uh, alcohol volume. Uh, Bullet is actually popular on Yellowstone. That's what uh, John Dutton continues to drink on the show. Uh, any other suggestions, uh, Guy with the Animals? Uh, Angel's Envy is very good. Uh, Buffalo Trace is, uh, if you like Bullet, Buffalo Trace is very good as well. Uh, you can't forget the Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Always got to have that in the rotation. I'm a fan of the classics. Right now, I got a bottle of Jack in my cabinet. Just the regular Jack, not the flavored Jack, straight Jack. That's always good. Always got to yeah. have, uh, if you got a whiskey collection, there should be a Jack Daniels in the collection. No, no doubt about it. 
Yeah. One I would say to stay away from, guy with animals, is the Metallica Blackened Whiskey. I think that's awful. It doesn't have a good taste at all, and it's very it's very harsh. I don't I don't like harsh whiskeys. Um, Shakoy with a two dollar super chat. AEW game looks nice. Screw the haters. I agree. It it, it looks great. Um, the story that we found today about Kenny Omega is a little disturbing, though. Yeah, well, the guy who wrote the story is a WWE shill, so I, I'm oh, not okay, surprised. Good. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, Dorian Moore with a five dollar super chat. Did you hear Anthony Bowens? What's wants to be the first gay world champion in AEW and start a pride faction? Uh, um, if Anthony Bowens wants to do that, more power to Anthony Bowens. I love Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. So, if he if if he if he wants to be the first gay champion, um, I could definitely see it. Yep, uh, they have a long way to go as far as him having a singles run. But as far as a as a, a, a pride faction, um, I'm not confident that would get over in with the wrestling world. If yeah. if that makes any sense. Sneaker addict in the chat. Uh, I did not like it, bro. I got a bottle right behind me, man. I got a bottle right. I didn't like it. I don't know why I didn't like it. So you're crazy, bro. You said you're crazy. crazy, I didn't like Metallica. Listen, man, if it was good as their first four albums, then maybe I'd be singing a different tune. But no, it's not. It's more like uh, if I was to describe the Metallica whiskey, it's like the load of Metallica's catalog. (laughs) You're lucky I didn't say St. Anger. That's the worst. Uh, Hollywood guy with a five-dollar super chat. Do you guys think that Tony Khan uses the term dream match too loosely like tonight's match with Ray was a so-called dream match? Uh, Tony Khan is going to use whatever verbiage he wants to use because he loves both Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix. So, more power to him, man. DJ Foot Clan with a five-dollar super chat. Can't wait to be the first, or can't wait to be at the first AEW show in Detroit. Three days after Forbidden Lord JD, you are the savior of the IWC. Thank you. That's awesome. I would I would legit drive to Detroit from here for an AEW show if they didn't come here every other fucking weekend. I don't yeah. need to drive to Detroit for there you a go. show. <laughs> hey, enjoy yourself, DJ. Uh that show, that show should be crazy. Uh, I don't know where I don't know where it's gonna be. Little Caesars Arena, maybe? Or is that a WWE thing? I don't know. But Detroit's gonna be rocking and rolling, man. Show up and represent OTS, man. Is there any word on um on all out? Like the date, I'm I'm trying to like plan and schedule and lock shit down. I can't get a yes. It's the uh, weekend of the WWUK show. Is it? Yeah. What is that? The first weekend? I think that's September fourth. It might be the fifth. That's okay, Sunday. So that first Sunday. The, okay, so it is the first week. Okay. And I, I'm I'm still I'm I'm thinking they might change that to all in too, man. They they've been teasing a lot of all in on BTE. So they're, they're gonna they're gonna substitute all out. Out all for all in, in. yeah. Since, since they bought ROH, they now have the right the rights to all in, and they've been teasing all in too. Oh well, either way, yeah. Either way, we'll be watching no matter what what the fucking name of the show is. Uh, Phil with a nine 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 super chat. At first, I saw D winning the Owen Cup. Now with her in the women's title picture, I I love both women so much. I don't know who wins, and that's great. Don't get me wrong, but who wins this? Tony Storm. Gonna find out. Tony Storm's going to win the Owen Cup. Tony Storm is on the dark a lot, man. Don't worry. She's going to be in the Owen Cup on Dynamite. Man of 1,005 holds with a nine-month membership. Happy to be a part of the community. Very good AEW tonight. 
Like, what's on, what's going on with Wardlow and the Blackpool Combat Club? Give me a Kraken Black Spice Rum on the rocks. You got it, brother. Whatever you want. Thank you for the nine months recommitment, man. Um, Pillow Smutch the Teddy with a $10 super chat. It took me a little bit to fucking look at the name. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's with this name? $10 super chat. Great show, folks. Keep up the good fight. I just ran out of tacos. I need three more. Now we're all out, man. Titus is uh, going home. And Jesse's not in the kitchen tonight. Guy with the animals. With another $10 super chat. I lost my father a couple of months before Jesse's mom passed away, and you two really got me through it. The beginning of the stream is the essence of the OTS family. A toast to everyone lost along the way. Guy with the animals. I appreciate that, brother. Everybody throw up another set of prayer emojis for the guy with the animals. Yeah. Sneak. Sneaker addict, um, Enzo got heat because of the allegations that came down on him. And some people don't know how to, you know, let, let bygones be bygones, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I don't even, even want to say forgive and forget because, I mean, for, he didn't do shit wrong. He didn't do shit wrong. I mean, and, and his character, his gimmick, his whole persona comes off as extremely annoying. Yeah. It does. It does. I mean, it, and that's why a lot of people have issues with him and heat with him. And they want to continue to try to act like he's still guilty of shit. He's not. He's not. And he's been showing up in other promotions and he's forgiven and fine. But people are still just assholes. Jeremy Lewis with a $10 super chat. Don't know anyone, if anyone noticed, but it was cool. TK deliberately kept the crowd lights on tonight like old times instead of leaving it dark. By the way, be ready for OTS signs again ringside when AW returns to Missouri. I can't wait, brother. Thank Ozarks. You so Thank you so much, man. Looking uh, looking forward to that. I always love seeing representation of the podcast in an AEW crowd, man. feel like we belong. Man of a thousand and five holes with a $5 super chat. Love the fact that we got three different AEW women's segments. Hangman is sounding more like a champ, and now I want him to carry the belt to all out. I think Punk wins it, though, bro. Punk wins it in uh, a couple of weeks at double or nothing. Steven Escalante Gonzalez with a 199 Super Jet. Top three Undertaker matches that doesn't involve HBK. Huh. Uh, Jesus. Uh, we're Ooh. going 1996 King of the Ring with Mankind. Hell in a Cell with Mankind. You see, uh, where, I'm, you see and, where I'm going take, with this. Taker and Punk. Taker Punk is a good one, yeah. Uh, there's so many, man. Taker Batista at WrestleMania. Uh, Taker Triple H, Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. I mean, uh, you want me to pick just three? <laughs> I can't just pick three, man. Mankind is Undertaker's best rivalry ever. There we go. Look, I'm going to log into my other account and give you a thumbs up to put you at 999. Oh, look at that. Thank you. Look at that. Look at that. We got 1,000. Look at that. Look at Taker that, Edge was also good. Taker Angle was good at uh, No Way Out. A lot of good matches, man. Uh, AEW for life. $2 UK Super Chat. Where's Chris Statlander and Anna Jay? I don't know. It's a good question. They're on dark. There you go. They're, 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 they're legit. They're on dark. Uh, Russell Wagner with a seven-month recommitment for the VIP club. Said this before. Thank you for all you do and keep doing more and more. Love it. Thank you, Russell. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for being here for seven months. 
Uh, Steven Escalante Gonzalez with another 499 Super Chat. Instead of reviewing NXT 2.0 on Tuesdays, you should, do, you should review Dark Side of the Ring or WWE Evil. No. Uh, Steven, we were live last night for WW2K22. I don't know if you missed it or not, but we had a great time. Justin Stripling with a 499 Super Chat. Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen is going to be one hell of a match. Also, I am excited for the new AW Fight Forever game after seeing the new footage. Jesse and I are as well. Looks good. That's your large. That's, that's your largest uh, live stream for um, gaming on YouTube. You got a pretty big crowd. Uh, well, I mean, I don't usually game from this channel, but if it's wrestling right. related, it, we 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 did more viewers than NXT were. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, Ethan Harville with a one nine nine super chat. JD, did you watch NXT last night? It was lame. Yes, I did. It sucked. Still watched it. I didn't. Even, I didn't even fucking watch it, man. Yeah, yeah I, I What's usually, the point? I, I usually make myself uh, a cappuccino and, and I watch the show. Yeah, that's that could have been your destiny time right there. Quit complaining about not having time for destiny. Listen, man. I, I don't know. What are you enjoying? You're not covering it. What are you watching it? For? I got to talk about it on the show Sunday. You do? Yeah, briefly. I got to keep up to date with what's going on. I can't be a, a fucking uh, a, a non-entity. Nobody gives a shit. Read the cliff notes. I mean, who clearly they give a shit. Nikita Lyons is on fucking TV every week. Of course they give a shit. Dude, show up on Sunday and talk about how hot Nikita Lyons was, then move on to the next thing. All right, we'll do that. Uh, Adam with a $7.99 Australia mite super chat. Hey guys, I've been a fan since 2016 and I'm starting my pro wrestling career soon, so wish me luck. Also, you've helped me get my mind off of stuff. Adam, good luck, brother. Awesome. Good luck, man. Shakoy with a $2 super chat. He said that for Dante, it was not his dream match. Ah. Well, there you go. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I Phil with a 199 super chat. I mean, who wins the title match with Deeb and Thunder? Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa is not losing that title for a very long time. Uh, no. No. Guys, that is all we got for you as far as uh, content on the stream tonight, man. We uh, we had a blast doing this show. As always, I'm about to hop on Destiny and hopefully grind my new SMG via the Guardian games. Fuck that. I, need I, a, just, I, need I a, just got I my Conqueror a, title, bro. I need an adept hothead, man. I got, some, a, uh, I got a god roll yesterday. Did you? Yeah. What, is it? what is the god roll? Explosive light and, uh, for me, explosive light and tracking. Ah, uh, okay. I see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the, the strike is pretty easy. It's, it's a lot easier than uh, than last week. It is. Fucking light gotta... blade, man. That, shit is, that should be fucking canceled, man. Talk about fucking uh, canceling shit. Holy shit. I still need a grandmaster. I've been farming the uh, masters and getting some uh, some uh, prisms. And I got a hothead. I got a hothead. It wasn't adept. Yeah, I got my conquer title, man. I'm finally conquer. Nice. I, I mastered all the nightfalls. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I don't want to talk about the light blade. Never again. <laughs> never, never again. Uh, dude, I swear to God, man. I never sweat. My palms never sweated my, so much in my entire life playing a fucking video it's a, game. It's a pain in the ass. Holy shit. Anyway, guys, uh, I appreciate you all hanging out with us on the live stream, man. Number one in the community, as always. I mean, where, where, where you going, man? You going to watch Denise? Give me a break. Come on. Anyway. The comments of JD are of JD and JD alone. It does not respect <laughs> the opinions 
of Jesse Shottown Smart or any of his representatives. Listen, man, you know, for shits and giggles, they'll be they'll be sitting me next to Denise at that forbidden door. She's gonna be like, "What's this shit you you talking about on your show? Why you gotta be such a dick, man?" Let me tell you something, man. I would pay a lot of money to watch Denise whoop your ass. Bro, I Denise is like it. four foot ten, bro. What are you talking about? It, which is why I would pay a lot of money to watch her do it. Okay. Maybe I should, maybe I should shut my mouth, man. She's a commentator for Thunder Rose, and maybe I'll get a fucking tray tacos in my face too. Let me ask you something. Would you hit a woman? I would not. Never. Okay, good. So I'm, I'm gonna sit back and watch her kick your ass then. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out tonight. Uh, hit that thumbs up. Thank you for the thousand. Thank you for all the super chats. Thank you to Osaki. Thank you to Bori for the big fifty bomb. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to the new members tonight who re-upped. I'll be live again Friday for SmackDown and maybe an extra tomorrow, depending on the news, guys. I need two things from you. Number one, I need those guitar emojis in the chat. I need those Mustang emojis. If you got them, if you're a VIP, I know you do. And I need all of you guys, man, when that guitar solo comes on. I need everybody with that music on max. I'll see you guys on Friday again live right here from the OTS venue on Off The Script. I'll see you guys later.